Now batting for the sports animal, your afternoon drive. Number two, Menon, Van Nunley, and Fred Slow. And in the on-deck circle, Robert Buck D. Gibson. This is Two Men On with Van Nunley and Fred Slow. Monday, Albuquerque. You know what that means? That means I just got back from a banger of a weekend, including the Rocky Mountain Athletic Conference Hall of Fame induction of your New Mexico Highlands, Jay, Jay Lewis. And that was a absolute banger of a night. Enjoyed a Rockies game over the weekend while in Denver. Did not miss you boys at all because <laughs> I was living it up. You know they got Meow Wolf in Denver? Yes. Heck yeah. Yes. It's amazing. Uh, oh, you guys had already been and you didn't yeah. tell me? Well, I haven't been yet, but I heard that's the best one. Oh my gosh. It was like it was like a total recall and what what is like a what's like a very imaginative like world? Narnia? Uh the chocolate factory. <laughs> yes. So if Willy Wonka's Narnia yeah. met total recall two weeks two weeks hey if there was a single movie i would cast robert for it would be cab driver and the cab- <laughs> <laughs> you'd kill at that so i had a banger of a weekend robert you were super busy yeah i was uh friday uh did a little r&b concert hosting what does that mean hey it means a lot of ladies <laughs> yeah that's what that means Dang. um and then saturday i went down to clovis once again did some comedy down there. Clovis looks like your spot now. There's nothing in Clovis, and I love places like that. <laughs> it's a it's a military town. So. I'm glad Clovis still has a good sense of humor. Yeah. They they better. They drain the <laughs> life out of you over there. Those people are very serious until they start drinking. Whenever you oh, good. Whenever that, you, that's one of those types of towns. Whenever you get up on the microphone, you're like, I pledge allegiance and thank you to the United States Army for the house tonight. Is no, that, no, no! I do the complete opposite. <laughs> oh, hundred degrees outside, boys! Jesus, no! So, how much time did you spend at Meow Wolf? Oh my gosh! So, two I, and a half hours. Let me. All right, okay. Quickest Meow Wolf rundown. I am here. Van is here. Robert Gibson is here, and making hey. the show go around. Bob Walpo. So, got to the Meow Wolf. They do timed entries. So you get in like every 20 minutes, they let your ticket number in, right? First of all, very smart. Mm-hmm. So as we're pulling up in the Uber, and also my Uber in Denver, a Tesla. Oh. What? Oh, Are you kidding me? Nice. Okay. Are you kidding me? Is okay. Scott Creek hey. in here? Are you right. kidding me? That's shocking. <laughs> <laughs> Is so, it that or a Subaru? So me and my lady. Odds on. Very yeah, good. 100% <laughs> odds on. So me and my lady, because by the way, hey, like your boy's doing all right. Ask me if I have Tesla money. Ask me right now. Yeah, man. That's, no, I ain't got that's, it. That's pretty That's pretty deep. Ain't got it. So the glass roof on the Tesla, you guys are familiar with this? <laughs> so my lady was like, can we just like drive around downtown for a while and look? And I was like, no, this is costing. Yeah. This, it's is, not, it's yeah, not, yeah. this is surge pricing. There's an EDM concert going on at oh, Mile High Stadium right oh, now. Oh, yeah. Hey, I never seen so many cheeks. 
This EDM thing is the uh, weirdest uh, thing. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Like just people smiling ear to ear. You know what I mean? Oh, I was thinking the other. Oh yeah. I was like, man, I need to go to one. Uh, there's a lot of vitamins out there that night. No doubt in my mind. No doubt in my mind. Oh, oh yes. Vitamins were a flowing. Yeah, yeah. So as we pull up, because the Meow Wolf, it's I don't know if you have seen it, Van. It's a Rector set put in between two highways. Remember when I said uh, I told you I've been there just now? Yeah, <laughs> yeah, yeah. I had to go in through the outside. So I'm very familiar. Are there two entrances and I'm not familiar? Yeah, through a portal in the universe. That's I what think. it is. It's mm. a, see, see. So it's like you walk in, and I was expecting like Circus Olay, like a Beatles type of thing. Not even. Oh no. 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 You go in an elevator, and by the way, oh, this one sounds way better than the one in Vegas. The, st- the one in Vegas is nice, but I, they don't have a Las Vegas. Yeah. New Mexico. No. Oh, Mount. The Denver's four floors? Yeah. Five, five floors? Yeah. No, it goes five floors. Five. Yeah. Bob, have you been to this thing? Are you familiar? It's like an art exhibit. A living one, like. No, you're not over the air. I don't know what you're doing, Bob. But oh, uh, last there, time, oh, there we are. Last time I was in that area in Denver, it was known as the Bum District. The, uh-huh. Oh, yeah. I would have said, yeah. This, <laughs> because of all the cheeks. Yeah, because of the cheeks. Yeah. No, not because of the cheeks. <laughs> <laughs> well, maybe so. It's, yeah. Whenever Tesla is dropping us off out front, which, by the way, I'm a tipper in the apper. I don't know if you guys tip cash, but I have like an apprehension about getting out of the car and pulling my wallet out and cash. I've never done the cash one. No, so I tip on the app. Yeah. Most of my riders uh, do it while they're still in the car. The tip? Oh, yeah. Okay. I'm not going to give just the tip in the car. Nice. Well, I do it on the apps. Well, yeah, you can do it either way. Either way. Oh. I'm just saying the riders that I've had, uh, if they're going to do a cash tip, they do it. While they're still in the car. What is preferred? Doesn't matter to me. I Cash record everything. That's what okay, hold on. Whoa. Important question. Logistically, Yes. how do they do the cash tips when they're already out of the car and you're gone and drove away? Yeah, good question. Mm. Uh, I don't think they do. <laughs> no, okay. That's they, impossible. They put it in their hand and they wave at me as I drive off. <laughs> so remember, I get dropped off, boys. The EDM music from Mile High Field. I'm not even joking. This is an actual huge festival. I couldn't tell you the name of it. It was like... I don't know, something, but it was, so Haley's Comet Festival is going on, and then the the bass from this, like, music setup, which is the size of a football field, mm-hmm. is rattling all the car alarms in the Meow Wolf parking lot. Love it. Like, it is, this thing is just... You, not, you sure it's not the bums? Th- no, not okay. sure. <laughs> so I get inside, staff is just absolutely bangers, it's completely submersive, and my lady is like, uh, hey, Freddie. Um, there's like, like a story behind all this and you have to solve a riddle. And I'm like, first of all, did not come. I, I don't do homework in high school. I'm not going <laughs> to do homework right now. I just want to like see it and check it out. And also this, like off the record, I know we're on the radio. I think I know what it looks like when people take vitamins before they go to a thing. Uh-huh. And I think a lot of people there were doing that. I it, think it th- goes, that kind of art goes really well with illicit vitamins. Yeah. Yeah. So there you go. But yeah, so we, I don't know, two and a half hours, maybe three hours, and they're bouncing around and like seeing all the levels. Yeah. And it was a whole thing. Wow. Maybe the best thing. I, by the way, in that day, the Rockies had had us out to the baseball diamond. So I went to baseball day, oh, day you, game baseball. You are a trooper then. Yeah, Star Wars day. Wow. Checked in the hotel, turned around, Meow Wolf, finished out with a deep dish Chicago style from Giordano's, asleep by 1030. What's up? Man. Saturday that's a full night, day. Saturday night goes hard. That's a full day. You know, I got in my 10,000 steps at Ikea earlier, too, so don't even think. Like it was, Ikea on the same day? 
boys. Go hard. Hey, go hard or go Denver. Goodness. Wait, what went first? Ikea? Duh. Okay. Ikea the game. Yeah. And then Meowwolf. Correct. Okay, yeah. Two Ikea questions. Yeah, go ahead. Yeah. And dinner. Yeah. Number one. Yeah. Did you get lost? At the Ikea? Mm -hmm. No, there's arrows on the floor. Two. Did you have meatballs? Yeah, obviously. Paid the extra dollar. Got four extra. What's up? Put them in my pocket. Save them for the drive. It's only a dollar? For four extra ones. How much are the the first four? I don't know. A couple bucks. <laughs> Who's counting? Yeah, I'm not counting. I'm like, Bob, I don't check. If if the money doesn't physically leave my hand for something, I don't know what it costs. If it's like, if I'm just sliding my card or paying with an app, it's not real to me. I wouldn't pay a furniture store for meatballs. But from what I hear, <laughs> yeah. from what I hear, they're phenomenal. Because Ikea is Swedish. Everyone knows Swedish meatballs are the best in the world. Okay. It goes in this order. The worst part of the day was Ikea. Okay? Like, people get Costco memberships just for their cheese pizza. Well, at least you did that yeah. first. Yeah. Get the get the worst out of the way first. Correct. Okay. Worst, I think, was the name of a couch set. So, it was, <laughs> number one, Ikea was the worst. We call it, it's named after liverwurst. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> it is the same color as liverwurst. Just bless your kidney. You'll be very comfortable. <laughs> then, number two... Giordano's, because it doesn't make sense to take a Chinese, or excuse me, a Chicago-style restaurant and put it in a different city. Like, that should only be in Chicago. I'm not going to Chicago to eat Rocky Mountain oysters. Very true. Yeah, I think there's a transportation issue (laughs) with Rocky Mountain oysters. I don't think bull testicles travel that well. But you can have deep dish pizza anywhere. Dog, you can take a bull to Chicago before you take its testicles. Just a casserole with pizza crust on the bottom you could do that you could do that anywhere hey, he said just take a bull to chicago like it's nothing wait what's the name of the basketball team in chicago what's up the chicago rocky mountain That's what I'm yeah. <laughs> the jordans star wars day at the rockies was a banger and then obviously meow wolf so it goes in that order so if you're albuquerque in and you're like hey i'm thinking about like doing the weekend in denver there's your weekend right there you got your ties Obviously, Rockies is the Isotopes. Obviously, Meow Wolf is Santa Fe. Mm-hmm. You go up there, like it's like home away from home. Go spend your time, and also like relatively affordable. I'm not trying to be that guy right now, but like the price is right. Yeah, for Denver. For Denver. Yeah, yeah. There's a lot to do in Denver. Just, you can't buy property there. No, but you can live there and hang out. Right, have a great time, and like still have your roots. I was about it. Good little weekend for me. And not it, it's, not Clovis. It is especially not affordable. At all. <laughs> Not at all. It is especially affordable when John Traub gets you Rockies tickets. The Rockies were then, very kind. And then I get you Meow Wolf tickets. The Meow Wolf is very kind. <laughs> when we get back, we'll jump into the news of the day, including sports. That's the Home Run Derby. The basketball tournament is tonight. We're going to talk about that a little bit. We're all going, right? I can't. Did we check the VIP list? Or are we all going? I just Google, are there actual bulls in Illinois? There's no S on Illinois. Illinois. That's what I said. It's not. It's not a. Yeah, that's not, that's what caught our ears. <laughs> Illinois is the name of a spare bedroom recording studio in Central Illinois, <laughs> yeah. where a young white rapper tries to trick all his people of color friends into creating albums. Illinois, Illinois. That's what it says right here on my computer. It's not correct. That's the word. There'd be an e. Ill in ois. It says it right here. <laughs> go Lobos or go Aggies. Call the program five zero five two four six zero six ten. We're going to talk about the basketball game throughout tonight the basketball tournament is a banger did you guys watch any stuff over the weekend started up i saw some highlights i didn't yeah i wasn't able to catch any games so. how, how far is missouri 
to Illinois. They touch. <laughs> There's a river, the Mississippi River. It's the best river in the whole world. Oh. Spell it. M-I-Z-Z. That's no. <laughs> U-R-E-Y, Missouri. Home Run Derby is tonight. We're going to go over that. Obviously, a link, bunch of stuff going on in the world of combat. Combat does such a good job of being the story when nothing else is going on. Mm-hmm. They're like, oh, okay, there's like celebrity golf tournaments right now or whatever. Let's just be the story. Let's go Let's go and push. The Open wrapped up. Uh, a couple big shots, but otherwise not the most exciting thing in the world to me. We'll break that down. Uh, big story of the day, though, is Madden is giving you the best wide receivers. And there aren't upsets, but I'm going to give you like the breakdown on why only passing in Madden. If you run the ball in Madden, you're a coward. Agree. You've got to set up the play-action pass. God, you're making me so mad. Mm-hmm. <laughs> I'm a five-wide guy. Tonight's home run derby is going to be the best one of all time. I promise. I'll tell you how. Two men on live from the John Lopez Real Estate and Coldwell Banker Legacy Studio. We're powered by New Mexico Pinion Coffee. We play on Team I-9. Started our days at the YMCA Central New Mexico. By the way, big old Top Golf tournament this Thursday. We're live from Top Golf. That's going to be a lot of fun. Spend our evenings at Hollow Spirits. And this past weekend, my trip was made a little bit easier to Colorado because of New Mexico's vodka, Teller Vodka. It's 95.9 FM and AM 610. The sports animal. Okay. Okay. Back on the program. Talk home run derby, I promise. Tournament's tonight at the pit. You excited for this one, boys? Stoked. I think a lot of people are. It kind of like jumped up on me. Like today. It's the only conversation I've been having with people. Everybody's talking about it, right? Yeah. Yeah. Well, you were gone while we were all talking about it. I think that's that contributes to it. This is me learning about it. Yeah. Aww. I mean, I was knowing about it because I knew about it, but this is me learning the excitement about it. Mm. It's very exciting. There's a game at 6 o'clock. Ask me anything about the game at 6 o'clock. Nope. Can't do it. Oh, you mean the one before the real game? At, we're gonna yeah. go up. Yep, don't matter. Nobody I don't think cares. anybody knows. I don't care when Boise State plays. Does not matter to your boy. Eight o'clock tonight, though. Wait, Boise State's here? <laughs> okay. Eight o'clock tonight, though. What's up? Good guys versus bad guys. Dark side versus light side. Mm-hmm. Enchantment versus pandemic. Mm-hmm. Let's go. I mean, I'm sorry. What did you say? Is that not correct? Pandemics? The the pandemics? Is that the name of the state team? <laughs> Panamaniacs. Say it again. Panamaniacs. What is that? The court they play in, i.e. we play in the pit. That's what you get after the pandemic. Yes. You become a pandemic maniac. Yeah. No, that's not what it means. What no, because then we would be the pieces of pit. Mm-hmm. And that's a, mm-hmm. that's a dumb name. The Pan Am Center ah, okay. in Las Cruces <laughs> is where the Aggies play basketball, current and former. The so who? that's – I'm sorry, what? The who? Uh, I think they played at the Pan Am Center once. I think the who they were opened, the Pan- They opened yeah. for the Stones. Makes sense. Sorry, checks out to me. Wrong who. Oh. oh. Whoops. <laughs> the one that – You Hort- said Aggies. I said who? The one that Horton hears? Yeah. Oh, nice. Yeah. And both of our boys – not necessarily, like, sitting at four and five, are they projected to win the whole region? But this is the championship game. The first game is the championship game. Well, not, not for the enchantment. Enchantment is a, a, a talented team that we should all get behind and support. But uh, the Panamaniacs, they're also here. 
So this is their Super Bowl. The Enchantment have their eyes on the prize. The Enchantment want that one cool Millie. Instead, just, of, instead of just number like just like every year during football and basketball, the Aggies' only goal for the season isn't a winning season. Just to beat UNM. Just to beat UNM. It's no different here tonight. What will the split be at the pit? Like, what will the fandom be? 80-20. That's very wrong. You think? That's very wrong. Which way are you going? 60-20-20. Okay. <laughs> the other 20 is Boise State? Well, yeah, I mean, there's other guys in town or whatever. <laughs> there's... <laughs> oh, there's, there's the guys who really like Duke and Notre Dame no matter what? Yeah, yeah. they're always around. There's those guys. Guys that just like to watch – Watch a game. Cowboys. <laughs> Raider Nation. That is a bad one. I'm into this one tonight, obviously. And I think, like, game started at, like, 3 p.m. today, right? Is that correct? Yep. yep. So I don't know if that first game is over yet. Your cheaters were up last time I looked. It might be over at this point. But then Challenge ALS versus that Boise State team. And then heart fire versus competitive choice. Okay. I mean, and then the creme de la creme, the enchantment. Now, here's where it gets interesting. We're going to skip the home run derby tonight to go to this thing. And the enchantment go on. I mean, we skip the all-star game too, right? Because you have to. Sure. Whoa. As much as I hate it. I was going to say, Van didn't sound too enthused. Sure. We're skipping the home run derby? You got to skip it. Well, I'm no, not, when not. he said skipping the All-Star game as well, if they win. Got to skip it. I'll be watching both from my little <laughs> smartphone having my hand here. Okay. It'll be going the whole time. I mean, it's on ESPN. This is on ESPN3. You can go the other way with it. There's no way. The energy there will be very good. No, I'd rather be at the pit in person. Duh. Robert, I was talking to UNM today, and they were like, I think it's going to fill out a little bit. Fans yeah. should come out. Well, you know, it's it's basically a who's who when you look at the roster. I'm I'm looking at these these names, and since I've been in New Mexico, since yeah. I've been in Albuquerque, I I recognize a lot of these names. You got Anthony Mathis is the he's the game changer. Give me a six three shooting guard who can go just played in college. Ooh. You don't think? Oh no, I agree. Oh, obviously Gary, who you guys had in the program last week, Devin Williams on the squad, I believe he is. Let's go. This is where it's at. J.R. Giddens playing? You know I'm a big yep. Dev. I'm a big Devin guy. You know big that. Devin guy. I want to see J.R. Giddens do one of those uh, hit us with like a little dunk that he did during the dunk contest last year. Oh, good. Get him a little breakaway action. Dumb good. Darrington Hobson, he could ball. The whole team is full of ballers. Mm-hmm. Jamal Fenton can ball. What ends up happening, though, is, and this is going to sound super cliche, it's how well you play together. So it's oh, like, yeah, can you yeah. go? Can you go and learn four plays? You need two against a man and two against a zone. And really, you need th- four plays, three against a man, one against a zone. And if you can get those down real quick, and I'm talking something really easy, high motion or a cut through or a, anything with back doors or pick and rolls. Oh, yeah, you beat any team, any any group of five dudes who can play together can beat any squad of dudes who just come together. Looks like ALS is about to finish off once a Bronco. Good. Take that. These names. <laughs> Ram up. Gross. 
Once a Bronco, that come on now, Boise State, do better. <laughs> Just figure it out. Yeah, I mean, you could consult us. Two men on as at Talk ABQ also has a consulting company now. Well, you see your boys out of Houston, competitive choice. Come on, what, what's this? I didn't name them. I mean, maybe they got a little sponsor. What's up? Yeah, I'm not I, trying to hurt. Might they have to be because the word competitive is all in lowercase. Hmm. It's got to be something. Big Five won that Rucker Park thing. You watch that stuff; kind of looked cool. Oh, now that looked, yeah. Rain obviously was a factor, which um, big surprise. Here's my face when it rains in New York: the not surprised face. Hmm. But it's such a cool thing; you have to take a shot at it. But you also have to like off to the side have a boys and girls club ready to go. Like, <laughs> yes, you've got to have a backup plan. <laughs> Is it a retractable roof park? Yeah, right? Yeah, not in Rucker. And you're like, Jalen Robinson, how do, you, how do you not know anyone around here? <laughs> it's retractable, but it's very manual. We have to put up the PVC pipe ourselves and then pull out the tarp ourselves. But then it blocks out the lights. So we can only play during the day. Got to make it work. All right, everyone, just pull your cars up real close and turn your headlights on. We're going to make this thing happen. Just shoot them under the Tell car. me you've never balled like that. Duh. Yes. <laughs> as soon as we turned teenagers and got, like, the chance to ball like mm-hmm. that, that's when we started balling like that. Yep, for no reason. Yeah. Just to say you did it. Just, yeah. I can I can hear it in the back. I got my boom box up. Tag mm-hmm. team back again. You beat me to it. <laughs> yeah. You beat me to it by a split second. Because there's one point at, like, twilight when you got to decide – are we going to keep the batteries in the boom box mm. <laughs> or, the, or the floodlight? Which one's it going to be? It's going to be a banger of a little night. We're going to get there right after the show. Say hi to your boys if you run into us. I'm not wearing any colors tonight. I'm just going like white guy clothes. The same stuff we've been wearing since 8 this morning. <laughs> white guy. Probably smell like it too. What's up? You bringing UNM gear? What's up? No. I don't have any. You got nothing? No. I need to change that. You need to go to Vital House Closet. I need to change that. Swipe you something. What, a sock? I can't fit anything Vital has. Hey, he he can 3X everything. Frank, Steve, you guys listening right now. Anyone. We need some (laughs) U&M gear. Coach me. Yeah. Brandon Mason. Brandon. Anyone. B. Mace. (laughs) Kenny, you show up in a Kenny Thomas jersey, people would think you're Kenny Thomas. No. Never. They'd be like, you still hooping? (laughs) <laughs> I'll get you some like some heel inserts. Make you a few inches taller. You still hooping. You'll be passable. <laughs> Who asked you the other day? Uh, everywhere we go, somebody. Where were we at? Was, was it Hollow Spirit? It was Hollow Spirit. Yeah, we we're talking about a TBT. Yeah. Did you play football for U and M? I was like, hard segue, lady, Damn. but appreciate the compliment. If an actual U and M. Student athlete wasn't around. I was going to ride with it. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. If there's none around, what? Don't disrespect me. Is that seriously? You don't. You don't <laughs> recognize <laughs> rushing leader Dontrell Moore. I'm like, go look at the stadium. I'm the second player from the left. <laughs> Respect me. You got to do that one too. Oh, this is so embarrassing. Yeah, I did. I'm not one to brag, but I'm the all-time rushing leader. Okay, which game do you remember? <laughs> so I got to give. I have to have them give out the stats, so I can just ride off of that. 
I know there's a lot of calls, but apparently my phone thing is frozen. It just has the little spinny wheel of death on it. Uh-oh. You want to sneak one in? Just surprise me with it. I mean, I'll try anything. You don't think so? Bob says no. <laughs> no. The technology here, not always up to speed. Let's grab a break. When we get back, there might be some calls. Call no back. clue. 505-246-0610. TBT. We'll talk the open home run derby. A lot of sports today. Two men on. 95.9 FM and AM 610. The sports animal. Friend of the show, Dan. Dan, welcome. What's up, boys? What's up, friend? Hey, hey. My boys, my brothers. I like that. Hey, yeah. so if, if the enchantment, if they're in half the shape that Coach Giddens is in, oh, we're going to be in, we're going we're gonna to be doing, because I mean, that cat is looking sharp. Have you guys visited with him lately? They're actually called uh, Brick Giddens Houses now, <laughs> which is kind of incredible because mm-hmm. that's how in shape he Dude. is. Dude, he is looking. He, man, we talked to him the other night. He's the dude is in form, man, in form, and we love him up north, man. We loved him before, but now even more now. And you know, he's Coach Giddens to us, man. He's gained that respect and that position in our community, and I, I can't wait to go watch him ball up tonight, brothers. Yeah, it's going to be awesome. And his supporter section will be there, too, because I bet you all that northern New Mexico is going to come down and support him. Like, if you're in Espanola, man, I hope so. come down and bring yeah, the team we out. we talked about it all weekend, man, so I hope those guys get to driving down the road. They, they hit the road now, tune into the program, we'll, we'll let you laugh with us all the way up to it. But, yeah, it's going to be it's gonna be a heavy right. ball game. And if you remember last year, he went all out. I think he had like 30 points in it or something crazy. Um, he's the odds-on favorite to be the, the top scorer. <laughs> The guy's energy, the dude's energy is just phenomenal. His his attitude, his demeanor, his aura, yeah, yeah. Very, very cool. This is going to be a great game tonight. I encourage everybody to don't sit on the couch, man. Go home, splash your face, and get over to the pit. Make sure you find us tonight, Dan. Obviously, we're going to be walking around. You know how tall uh, I am. So I, I, I'd love to. I'd love to see you guys tonight, okay? All right, thanks, brother. We'll be there. Thanks Later, for the call, Dan. What a good dude. Dan has loved Northern New Mexico more than anyone has ever called the show. That's good. Love it. We That's always energy. represents too. Yeah, it's not like the guy from the Northeast Heights that has like that shame <laughs> that he was born and raised in the Northeast Heights. <laughs> What's up with the home run derby night? That's still going on. Is it still going on? It's the most important one in the history of all home run derbies. Oh, you talking about the most recent one? The one that is currently. It might even be happening right now. I don't know. All right, it has I, not started yet. No, nah, it hasn't. I, I have, I have <laughs> no. submitted my bracket. All right, give me your bracket. There's eight men in the bracket. Mm-hmm. Give me your bracket. I got bad news for your boy. He got a bad draw, man. Is this how you're going to start on me? You're not even going to let that? Okay. He got a bad draw. Schwarber sucks. I mean, to be fair. <laughs> to be fair. And to be fair, he's the eight seed because he only has six home runs this year. <laughs> of course he's going to be the bottom seed. You can't just give him like a... A formidable seed. Well, they gave him the eight His one. They might as well give him everything else. It's home runs this year, not all-time home runs. All right, so here's the brag <laughs> before you break it down. Schwarber, Pujols, Soto, uh, Ramirez, mm. Alonzo, Acuna. Keep your eye on that one. Seager, Rodriguez. Now, the Schwarber, Pujols one is so very interesting because the eighth freaking seed comes from the bottom to triumph over every adversary to become your 2022 
T-Mobile Home Run Derby Champion of the World, Albert freaking Pujols. Thank you. There's my tournament. All right, Bob, I got a question for you. What's more likely, a 43-year-old who's really probably 47, 48? I know, really, probably, absolutely. Yeah. We, we all know Albert Pujols lied about his age. What about 50-year-old Albert Pujols? 48-year-old Albert Pujols. What's more likely, he wins the Derby or he doesn't hit a single one out of the park? So, Bob, you're not on the air again. I'm not sure what's going on. Oh, that's because when I talk to you guys off the air. Yeah. <laughs> Or when I need to talk to you while you're on the air. I it's have fun to, to watch you pantomime talking, yeah. though. <laughs> well, I'm glad I'm good for something here. Uh, doesn't make a hit. No, what? Yep. Wow. That's it. Come on, y'all. He he played in Dodger Stadium. Brad Lidge is pitching to him. He was He's just, fine. He was okay. just there. He was that, just there. He was just there the last year. If that's the case, if Brad, Li- Brad Lidge <laughs> is throwing a meatball, <laughs> he's going to hit one. I think that's He's going to hit one. Okay. He makes a hit, but it's a ground. Bob. Hey, right. better, they better hope he doesn't get hurt. That's all I'm thinking. He has no business being in this. I think it's a, a huge honor. It shows like the respect for the elders of the MLB. I'm so damn mad about you. It, shows, nah, it shows respect for the greats. I think the little kids in the outfield who shag the balls are going to have to cheat <laughs> for him to get one over the fence. You want him to put up the softball fence? Yeah, for him. Bring it in when he's not looking. Do you boys? Do you <laughs> pull, boys not know in. what this is? No one wants to see Ramirez or Seager. No one cares about the, all right, Seager maybe it's in his yeah, hometown. Yeah. No one cares about Rodriguez. You put Michael Jordan in this thing, you put Albert Pujols in this thing, you get the rock, is he available? <laughs> like you go and you get dudes. Look, Albert Pulse is a dude. The senior PGA tour doesn't <laughs> hit from the same <laughs> tee boxes, bro. Albert Pujols shouldn't have to either. They should move the fence in or let Albert Pujols hit from the pitching mound. No one knows who Jose Ramirez is. I do. I'm excited to see him hit. You and what? The metropolitan area of Cleveland? You're the only two people. He's from Seattle, actually, but there's that. Oh, I thought he played for Cleveland. He's a guardian. Jose Ramirez? Yeah. Oh, I thought you said Rodriguez. No. Jose Ramirez, everybody who knows baseball knows who he is. Julio Rodriguez? That's an entirely different guy. The guy I'm talking about, you didn't even know who he was. They should have. Vlad Jr. should have been in this. Duh. He should have been in this. Yeah. Aaron Judge. Yes. One of the guys from Dude Perfect. There's a lot of people that should have been in this. <laughs> it was like a like an MIT scientist. Built a robot. Put him in. Watson? Put him in there. Built a derby robot. Put him in. Yeah. And it's like a real click, like claw machine one at the carnival that goes up and down. And sw- Put him in. Why is Otani not in this? Why is Otani not in this? Put him in. Him he's, versus he was in Trout. Him versus Trout. Oh, I'd die. That's so good. See, that should have been what kicked it off. Yeah. DeChambeau versus Tiger Woods. That is <laughs> that is what it should have been. I like this field. <laughs> it's a good spread of veterans and people who've done well in it before, people who haven't been in it before, and some 50-year-old guy from St. Louis. <laughs> Why is Pete Alonso even in it? He's already won it. Twice in a row. I think he's the only one taking this seriously. Yeah. He is. Yeah. Soto. Did Pete Alonso play wants to win. in the last Mets scheduled game, or did he take the day off to work on his home run derby swing? <laughs> his swing is his home run derby swing. It is. He doesn't have to change anything for the derby. Hey, neither does Schwarber. Schwarber swings out of oh, his yeah. shoes. Yeah. 
Did they already do the all-star game softball game? That's tomorrow before the game. That's my favorite thing. It's pretty sweet. The Miz is always in it. I'm a big yeah. Miz guy. Wait, I thought that happened. It's happening one day ago. Yeah, it happened. Okay. Because uh, Brian Cranston got kicked out of the game. Oh, nice. Yeah. What happened to him? Had drugs on him? Uh, he got. He didn't like a, a third strike call. All right, what really happened was he had to be somewhere. Yeah, he did. <laughs> he was like, nah. He looked like, if you saw what he looked like, he, you wouldn't even recognize this guy. He like Grizzly Adams. Like, he, he must be filming something in Alaska or the North Pole. Or He's something. probably posing for his new statue. <laughs> Bad Bunny is on this squad. Action, Bad Bunny. Action Bronson? No. Hey, he should have been in the home run derby. Action Bronson could drop bombs. Coy Ray? There's a bunch of people on Who's that? Oh, Hunter Pence? Hunter uh, Pence is on the squad? Oh, he, HP's he, he jacked my one. Dude. He jacked one out, too. Duh. Hey, Jenny Finch for me. Like when I was a kid, Jenny Finch to me was like the first love I ever had. Yeah? Ever, ever. She's like, she's, she's up there for me. She was like, when I was a kid, it was like Jenny Finch and like Dominique Mochiano. I was like, 13-year-old me was like, I'm in love. I'm in love with everyone. Kid Miro, The Miz. Yeah, this is this is a squad right here. The Miz is back again. He, yeah, he said. He's going for a third MVP. Like what, Alonzo's going for a third home run crown. If you remember when we talked to him at the Super Bowl, mm-hmm. he said he would play in this thing as long as they would let him. Like forever, <laughs> ever. He's got a spot. Yeah, he's a dude so talented and good. There's no one more famous on this list than Bad Bunny. Yeah. Bad he, Bunny is slumming. Bad uh, Bunny. <laughs> <laughs> CC Sabathia, how did he look? Did he slim down a little bit? Whoa. Nah. Congratulations to why, CC. Why, why would he slim down after he stopped playing? That's what and he wasn't slim when he was playing. I mean, that's where you get power. Charleston, Char- uh, we're, we're going to cover this later. Charleston Charles' son got drafted in the first round. There we go. Yeah. Let's get Forrest Stolting on the program. The Ice Tubs are back home. This It's kind of a weird one. So they're not home all week, but they're home Friday, and we'll be out there on Friday. Sweet. So that's going to be pretty good. We'll talk to he after this, preview the upcoming homestand. Two men on, 95.9 FM and AM 610. The Sports Animal. Welcome back to the program. Joining us on the program, on the friend of the show hotline, the man who makes the Ice Tubs go around, Forrest Stolting. Forrest, Welcome. Good to be here, guys. Excited for the All-Star festivities tonight and tomorrow. Thanks for having me on. Hope you all are doing well, too. I mean, we're doing well. What's up? You going to the TBT tonight? You got a night off? You going to take advantage of a little basketball here in town? I'm not going to that until Thursday night. Tonight I'll be uh, watching some All-Star uh, home run derby action, pulling for my boy Juan Soto. Hopefully he can uh, have a little better showing than he did last year, I believe it was. Didn't do too well, but uh, I'm cheering for him tonight. How, how much did you put on Soto? That's the question, yeah. Can you do that in your position? What is he, plus 600 right now? That was, that's what it is. It's good odds. I, I cannot um, involve myself in any <laughs> monetary offerings when it comes to baseball, but I would be cheering just personally for Juan Soto himself, really. So 100 bucks. Yeah, that's what I heard. That's I'm glad he answered it that way because I thought he was going the whole I can't confirm nor deny. Yeah. <laughs> he, could, he could just deny. <laughs> you just deny. That's cool. When's Jackson Cox going to be an ice tub? That's a good question, man. The kid can play from what I can tell, man. I think the Rockies really got to give him with that draft pick. I'm looking forward to see how quickly he can move up um, to the farm system, but I think the Rockies will be – they'll be uh, – Fans in Denver will be really excited to see him 
and the fans in Albuquerque will be excited to see him in a couple of years as well. 58th ranked uh, prospect out of the top 250. They got ranked by Major League Baseball, taking it the 50th. So, I mean, that's about on. That's spot all on. Right. That's about right. Where it's supposed to be. Something me, too, about getting, like, give me a young kid from a small community that all he ever did was grow up playing the game, and he loves the game. And he's a guy who's going to be part of the game. And I can't wait to cheer for him here for the Ice Tubs. So, congratulations to the organization. Whenever he gets here, you could wrap him up. And a big old beach towel featuring Orbit, which is the giveaway Friday night. How excited are you guys to finally have fans back at Isotopes Park after what seems to be like 19 full days? <laughs> oh, yeah, it's been a long 19 days since we've had fans at the uh, the lab, as it's most famously called now. It's it, it, it's been tough for us because not seeing any fans out there. It, it, the fans coming to the park is what makes uh, our jobs really exciting and uh, a lot of fun. And so the first 2,000 fans on Friday will get beach towels with Orbit. Really quality towel. feels good on the skin. Uh, it's just, this is the perfect size for the, uh, for, the, for the beach or for the pool, really, too. So, <clears throat> And then, with they're permitting, after the game, we'll have some fireworks as well. So, really, it's, a, it's an all-around uh, great night, Friday night at the ballpark. Couldn't come up with the beach pun there, but it's going to be a lot of fun. All right, for, Forrest, I'm the unofficial spokesman. For the big guys here in Albuquerque, is this a true mm-hmm. size beach towel, or is this one of the ones that just has the name and won't fit around my waist? Uh, okay. No, from from what I can tell, I think this is a true size beach towel. Like this is not just a normal bath towel. This is a yeah a true beach towel yeah. you can lay out, and unless you're like seven foot four, you ain't gonna fit on it. But if you're any, anywhere in the sizes of what, what we are, we'll be just fine sitting on that thing on the beach somewhere. So Friday beach tiles for the first one thousand nine hundred and ninety-seven fans because you know <laughs> the boys are going to be there early. My, gonna, mine doubles as a cape. We're going to snap, <laughs> we're snapping up early. Spia, do you have any of those uh, hyper-colored mariachi jerseys left over? Your boy forgot to grab one. I need one of those, dudes. You got one laying around? What? Uh, you mean the yellow and red ones? Yeah, baby. Have you, have you given those out yet? I don't think we have. No, they haven't gone out yet. I'm not sure what Van's talking about. Saturday night is, <laughs> is Duke's retro night. Who first, crazy? Who told you about the crazy? Dukes? <laughs> who was the guy that introduced you to the history of the Dukes, Forrest? Um, it'd probably be John Traub, but my first or second day there just was asking about some of the history of baseball in Albuquerque. and He, I mean, he took me on the tour um, down in the clubhouse, uh, one of the hallways that has <clears> – <throat> Every single name of every single Isotopes player on there, that kind of sparked a conversation about who were some of the guys who played with the Dukes back in the day. And that conversation seemed to go on for half an hour because it's the Dukes history in Albuquerque is, uh, just goes on forever and ever. And so it was really cool to be kind of schooled with that in my first or second day on the job. And then just to, and then to meet Dick Moots himself, the guy who created the logo last week or two weeks ago, I mean, it, the man is just so excited to be in, inducted into the Hall of Fame. He's really taken back by this. Um, you, you wouldn't, you would not have guessed that it just um, that he would have created the logo because he's just like everybody else, just some ordinary guy. He just created this iconic logo that really helps embodies the city of Albuquerque. So it's going to be a lot of fun to to see him out there on the field pregame. Then also uh, two legends of the game themselves, Dave Stewart and Ron Say. Dave Stewart, he obviously won a couple of World Series. Ron Say won one with the Dodgers. Um, both those guys had prolific uh, MLB careers, so it's an honor 
uh, to induct him into the Hall of Fame on Saturday night. Okay, I saw the Instagram post too early. The jerseys I was referring to are September 18th, so keep your eye out for those, oh, yeah. Albuquerque. Yeah, those are friggin' sweet. Sunday is they are bark. spot on, that's for sure. The gates open Saturday at 5.30. The first pitch is 6.30. But the Hall of Fame induction is that Saturday. When is it and where is it if the fans want to see it? So gates actually got moved up to 5 o'clock on okay. Saturday, I believe, okay. um, just because we want to make sure everyone get in for the Hall of Fame ceremony. The Hall of Fame ceremony will begin about 20 to 30 minutes before first pitch, so around 6 o'clock or so. Right there on the field? Um, exactly, yeah, right okay. in front of the mound. Each participant will have like a – three- to five-minute um, speech that they're going uh, to speak, and then we'll induct them to the Hall of Fame, give a few pictures, and then ready for some isotopes baseball. So if you want to get there, I'd say, to see the ceremony, I'd say get there around 5.30, 5.45, give yourself 10, 15 minutes to walk in from the car, get you a couple dogs or some drinks, and take your seat for the ceremony. Speaking of dogs, Sunday is Bark in the Park. First one was oh, fr- yes. first one was Friday night. This one is Sunday. Do we expect a bigger turnout for the pups this time? I think so. I mean, we're giving out some dog leashes to the first two thousand fans. Of course, you had Greg before dentistry. Um, last uh, last time, doc, doc, uh, excuse me. Last park in the park tonight was phenomenal. Um, so, if I do think since it's a Sunday night, we're going to have a lot of fans in the stands. We're expecting a lot of fans. Be sure to get there early. The berm is going to be packed and crowded with dogs. Um, I know I can't wait to go out there and walk around and just pet one dog after the next. Um, I don't know about y'all, but I'm sure we'll be seeing y'all there on Sunday night as well. For sure, I'll be there with my Corgi Darby. Yes, and I love that. This is the one night that I do get jealous of these dogs because they have better jerseys than I do. (laughs) Nice. They are all decked out. They're ready to go. It's it's a lot of fun, not just for the children, but for adults as well. And and like you said, Forrest, you guys are giving out dog leashes for the first two thousand. So anybody that's listening Sunday, that's going down dog in the park. Excuse me, dog in the park. Bark in the park. Forrest. Yes, sir. So what's up? We only get three games this week, and then what, we got to wait forever again? Like, what's the deal with this schedule? Oh, no, we got three of games Friday, Saturday, Sunday. It will be off on Monday, and then we have six home games. There we go. That's what's up. That following week. And so on July 29th, we got a beer stein giveaway celebrating 20 years. Saturday is Green Chili Cheeseburgers Night and the Breaking Bad Silent Auction. And um, fireworks. those items – and fireworks that night too. And the items, some of the items for the Breaking Bad auction, they they started to trickle in, and we'll announce those here soon. Holy cow! I mean, can we break Albuquerque. one? What's up? Can we break Breaking Bad news here? I'm not authorized to break any of the news yet, but I'm telling y'all, Albuquerque, um, there are some really special items in here that you're not going to want to miss out, and um, you're going to want to get here early to make sure you get your name on the list. To start bidding because these things are they're extremely extremely cool it's a really one of a kind items that's a very breaking bad thing of you to do just give us a little taste yeah <laughs> make it just a little taste get us yeah. hooked the yeah. proceeds from the auction go to the new mexico veterans interrogation centers children's cancer fund of new mexico so that's going to be absolute banger of a bit anything we missed forrest 
Uh, I don't think so. We got this Friday night, six thirty-five or seven o'clock. Excuse me for the beach towels. We got fireworks Friday and Saturday. Duke's retro night on Saturday, along with the Hall of Fame on induction Saturday, and then Bark in the Park on Sunday. It's going to be a lot of fun. We got nine home games in ten days at the lab. So hope to see all everybody out there. Forrest Olting, thank you so very much. Thanks, buddy. What a good dude. He's been gone for two weeks. Like, I wonder what he's been doing with this time. I think like, he just, just puts his feet up on the desk, really. Learning Spanish. He built a patio or something. All right. I, do you feel like everyone who builds patios has to speak Spanish? No, no. Those are separate ideas. Oh, yeah, okay. that, that was kind of weird right yeah, there. Like, <laughs> he, he didn't just go hang out in the parking lot of a Home Depot <laughs> offering to help you build a patio. Like, what are you? First off, that's illegal labor. <laughs> wow. Yeah. Boys help boys. <laughs> Two men on 95.9 FM and AM 610. The Sports Animal. Five o'clock, boys. If we just get into the car. Welcome. You know you're headed to the tournament down at the pit. We'll meet you there. Where are you performing on Wednesday? You got something on Wednesday? Wednesday, I will be back at Revel for the the comedy. What is it called again? It just skipped my mind. Roast battle? Roast battle. Ooh, oh, roast yeah, battle? The roast battles. One of my favorites. Those are fun. Those those are always fun. We got a first time two versus two. Me and Van are in? Who y'all taking on? How about they go Jeff, and Jeff, then Jeff and JJ? Oh. <laughs> They'd whoop us. They'd whoop us so bad. Just like everything else. Duh. <laughs> Say it wouldn't be nothing new. No, just <laughs> add it to the list. I wonder who we would. Who would be the one? Y'all could take on anybody. I've I've seen you. I've seen the work. You you guys have it. You know what I'd like to see? But What's who that? Be, who would be a morning air matchup, though? Like a fair matchup? <laughs> like some morning shows from like, um, like give me four and like seven's morning show. Yeah. Just let mm. let them go at each other. Mm. I'd super be into that. So anyways, two versus two. Two versus two. Then you have the traditional one versus one, and I will be hosting. Uh, doors open at seven. Starts at eight. All right, well, there you go. And you're not going against anyone. You're just I go hosting. against everyone. I get the host, then I get the judge. Yeah, but you take the microphone away first, then go at him. That's yeah. not even fair. Yes. That's smart. Yes, that's what? You got to get your money's worth. Yeah, you can talk to me as long as you sit on your hands. <laughs> you better put it in your act. <laughs> they were smart, they would. Nobody thinks like that. I, that's the conversation we've had at every yes, one of these. Like, I don't understand why. Yeah. Roast? I'm only roasting Robert Gibson. I'm going in. Duh. Yeah. Yeah. As, as you should. Hey, everyone. I'm the most recognizable person that's, and I'm talking the most. Easy. Hey, everyone. Thank you for coming out to Revel tonight. Big thank you to Robert Gibson for taking time away from his car lot. There we go. There we go. Yes. Thank you. Run with it. My first and last dig would be against the host. You got that nice chunk in the middle for your opponent. Exactly. Start and end with the host. It's always addressing the elephant in the room. Oh, don't call yourself that. Yeah, you're not that. See? There you go. See that? Robert Gibson, who they had to change the dimensions of beach towels for. Hosting tonight. That was a very important question. <laughs> I didn't even know if I was going to get one or two and sew them together. <laughs> for all of us together to have like a special towel, because you're so tall. Yeah. 
they had to uh, lengthen them. Correct. Yeah. And you're you're a little wider than most. Wide. Yep. Yeah. So they had to widen them. Robert gets- and, and me, I'm really sweaty, so they had to be like more absorbent. Mm-hmm. So yeah, a little little bit for everybody. You know, how paint rollers have different length naps. You need like a really long one. <laughs> yep. I need a sh- a shag beach towel. Robert goes down to Bed Bath and Beyond. And he's like, "Can I get a uh, beach towel, California? Can I get a California, California. beach towel?" You know what's so funny? I have one. Yeah, I know you do. <laughs> I do. You also, like, you know Scott Cregan well enough over at Graphic Connections, and you're like, hey, let me get one with my face on it. Like, what's up? Oh, he's the man. He could do that. Yeah, too, he huh? could do that so fast. Oh. And you have the perfect type of two fat bellers oh, where it would hang yeah. right over the front of it. Yeah. Mm. Yeah. You show up on stage in that? Yeah. Come at me now. Like Eminem whenever he walks into 8 Mile. Like, yeah. like you know, I'm already roasting it, myself. I'm done. There's nothing left for you. Sorry for you. <laughs> Cameron beat Cameron while Cameron was ahead of Rory. Rory can't win. Good day to be Cameron. Dude. Oh, my God. Hey, Roy, Roy McElroy is afraid to be a winner. Anyone else? Can you disagree with that? He it's been a won, long time, hasn't it? three weeks ago. Nah, not a major. No. Oh, not a major. It don't, it don't matter oh. unless it's a major. Also, good golfers aren't even anymore. More dudes joined the live yesterday. They're like, oh, we didn't, we didn't finish well enough. Time to go live. Well, speaking of live, they didn't let Cameron... The winner, Cameron, lived long enough before they shoved lived in his face. Have to. But he didn't answer it correctly, though. He left the door open. Yep. That's the correct answer. Yeah, yeah, yeah. He was like, hey, I don't deal with all that. I let my team deal with it. I just go win. So that means he'll be on live in a couple months. Once they cash that check. Hey, Charles Barkley might be calling the live tournament soon. You see, oh, Liv, oh, Liv so sweet. Oh, that I would watch. Liv is trying to create a number big enough to get Barkley to leave TNT or whichever. Well, he's leaving anyway. Yeah, yeah. He's been. Doesn't he say that every year though? He's leaving. He's leaving. They're 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 putting more restraints on him. T- go to Liv and talk all your noise, Barkley. Man, y'all crazy. You know how much money them Saudi Arabians give me, man. <laughs> O'Neal, a, a giant stack of money. As long as he says Kobe Bryant's name during it, I don't care. Oh, the whole, yeah. Kobe, Kobe, Kobe Bryant's. Kobe Bryant's. <laughs> hey, how bad? As long as he sticks a Kobe in there, I don't care. <laughs> how, uh, if you're a degenerate gambler who bets on golf, which I think is the hardest. Oh, my bet, gosh. How bad would you feel if you bet on Cameron Tringale? The third Cam? Yeah. <laughs> He's the only Cameron not to win. Cameron Tringale, which I for a long time I thought was Cameron Triangle. It's not. Got 62nd place. Nice. And the other two guys named Cameron got first and first second. First and second. So I'm – you guys – like I golf like as much as I have to. I don't golf for fun or recreation. I golf for like networking. Basically that's it. There's not like another time I've been like, I think I'll go golf today. Mm-hmm. I didn't know how golf had like exploded in such a way to where like the equipment for golf now is like baseball equipment. I didn't know that like like this Cameron Smith cat, he swung Mizuno clubs. What? Yeah. That's that's for baseball bats. Like there we're in such a world now to where anyone can be like, I actually can make the future of this sport mm. and I will pay the crap out of you. I need these Mizuno clubs. I got one for you. Friggin' Costco has some of the best golf equipment in the game. What? Really? Yes. Kirtland? Kirtland. Hmm. Oh, the K-Sig. The, the line of K-Sig. The ball? 
I know the ball because I find it everywhere when I'm playing. Signature. Yeah. And is and I bet it's like Just super affordable, right? Same factory that makes Titleist. Shut up. Kirtland Signature makes these new putters. I don't know if you know about golf putters but snotties is this like a great value equate type yeah, thing good, no good question no it's just as good it's not like no i'm saying like it's just the same thing but just doesn't have the name on it. yeah kirtland signature yeah. is costco like gotcha a good example is like costco liquor yeah like costco scotch is doers yeah made in the same factory. Same. that's what i mean different label same thing with uh the k-sig golf equipment they're making a brand new putter that's supposed to mimic or be the exact same as the Scotty Cameron putter, which is like the creme de la creme. It's the Cadillac of putters. If Ca- are Cadillacs still good cars? I I believe historically that's a good car, but, okay. but no. Cadillac. I don't know if it's the best comparison since, since anymore. Tesla came on yeah, the believe, on the on the block. Yeah. No, it's the Tesla of putters. <laughs> there we go. Isn't it kind of all about Toyota now? Isn't that the only good car anymore? Or am I confused? It might be. I don't. I got one. I like it. <laughs> that's there you go i know when i was buying a truck toyota trucks were way more expensive and i really couldn't figure it out really so much more expensive huh. I, I bought that chevy and it's nice like it's a nice truck yeah, yeah. but like i mean if i'd have got a tundra or tacoma shoot huh shoot all right i'm looking it up here it looks like kirtland is primarily golf balls yeah they make balls but now they're going to start into golf equipment Look up KS1. Okay. KS1 is their new putter. KS1, I believe, is a is a pop rock group from the 90s. You're thinking of KRS1. Oh, okay. Ouch. A rapper. All right, so it absolutely has banger reviews. Yeah, everything about it. There you go. Wow, yeah. it does. Cam yeah. Smith, big champion. Cam number two, Cam Young. He's American. Good. Let's go, boys. This is the first time I saw what the second place person gets from the Open Championship. It's horrible. What do you get? They get a silver medal. Just a little silver medal. There's got to be dollars involved in that. Yeah, it is. But still, come on, man. You can't go from that nice jug to a little silver medal. Right. That's an excellent point. And he's a kid. That's a little baby. The problem is it's too late to change it now. (laughs) That's what it is. It's tiny silver medals forever, bro. Sorry, no cool cup, no belt for you. That's the first time I saw that. I was like, "What is that? What? Hey, what unit of payment does Britain use? Do they still use the euro? I know they quit the club, so I don't know. I think if they... they're back to the pound, aren't they're back they? Back to the pound, they're out of the uh, euro. Okay, so two point five million pounds to Cam Smith. Also, this might be regular dollars. I have no idea. And then one point five mil to Cam Young. Pretty good old payday. Yeah. Pretty good how little much, payday. How much did Cameron Triangle get in 62nd place? <laughs> don't believe he. Uh, don't believe that was factored he in. He still got paid. There. Well, I mean, I'm sure he did. If you make it to Sunday, you get paid. You said he was 62nd? Yeah. All right. So 62nd paid out 33 grand. That's still not bad. Hey. And there's losers down there like Sergio Garcia. Yeah. Uh, they, I thought he was on live. Didn't he go to live? Yeah, but you could, in the open, you can do the thing. You can play them all. Wait, seriously? It's in the name. So, in yeah. all the opens, it can be, they're open. They're open. Ah, Anyone can play. I didn't know that. Yeah, PGA events. Okay. That's a different, because Dustin Johnson finished sixth. 
Which still a cool four hundred sixty nine thou. What's yeah, up? The, the entire pool was fourteen million. That's pretty good. Yeah, but that's one of those live guys makes just on a Tuesday. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Just, they give him that much just to show up. Yeah, yeah. It was funny because they were saying this is the biggest British Open purse ever. They meant a literal purse to hold the <laughs> to hold Compared the silver medals. <laughs> yeah, one tiny silver medal in a big ass purse. <laughs> From the live chat, just learned about the tournament. Listen, that's okay if you're just now learning. Nice. Come to the tournament tonight. We're going to be there. And this will be me. For every Lobos basketball and Shaman basketball point, I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to celebrate really loud. Hey, hold on. And then for every Aggies one, I'm not going to celebrate. Is it only like 10 bucks? I think it's like yeah. eight, it's like $8. I, I think it's under 10 It's insanely affordable. And also, I don't know what the deal is because hey, we all know we work in the world of entertainment. Venues cost money. Yeah, like the like UNM is making the effort to make this thing happen. Like this is a a full force betterment of the game, the city, the community, everything about it. Yeah, it's buy it, a beer. This is right up the alley of Albuquerque because Albuquerque loves nostalgia, and this is right right up the alley for sure. Nobody loves Albuquerque more than Albuquerque. Mm-hmm. From the live chat, it's all about titles. Yes, we all know Titleist makes good equipment. That's not what's in question here. Yeah. Same we're, as Titleist Pro V1 balls. We're make what we're trying to get. It's you need to have to do it affordably. What's that when when you're balling on a budget? Yeah. Literally golf balling on a budget. When we get back, the most a, expensive ticket I see is fourteen dollars. What? Where's that on. at? Courtside. Yeah, that's 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 for you to be a referee. Can I get the- <laughs> $14? I want to see sweat glisten. I can do that for $14? 14 to 50. 14 24 50. You lost me. That is cheap. So $14 for two basketball games? $7 yeah. a game. It's a good deal. Wow. Giving it away. Why don't we get back? We'll break down some combat sports. Deshaun Watson is in the news. I'm about to tell you. Why this Diaz McGregor thing is the only thing that's going to save Ultimate Fighting? Mm. Dead. Two men on ninety five point nine FM and AM six ten. The sports animal. Okay, here's the problem I see with UFC. Dana White holds these super weird grudges against guys, and he's sabotaging the product. And what we're watching now is not as good as what we could be watching because he has these weird standoffish issues with guys like Diaz. And it's, it's low-key making it to where I don't have a reason to tune in. Yes. I, well, I think the problem is people like Diaz. They should. Like, no, well, no, no, no. What I'm saying is the problem is. The problem is people like Diaz. Like Diaz. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Like, they're, we're regurgitating these dudes. There's no new talent. They don't, they don't do a good job of pushing new talent, I don't believe. Every girl that you match with on Tinder is still watching The Office. Got you. Just keep giving people what they want. I know they've already seen it, but that's what people want. Oh, man. Give me Diaz McGregor. What are we up to now? Eight? <laughs> this would technically be the third one. One got canceled, right? Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. I mean, you spoke to it just now, but like Dana White's personal beef with fighters. Stupid. And having to be controlling. It's just like a testosterone contest. And you know what I really mean by testosterone contest? Yeah, vitamins. And then they're losing these good fighters 
to all of these sister leagues who aren't as big and they aren't as prominent, don't have as much money. And now UFC's share of the market is going down because these smaller satellite fight clubs are ganging on them. Celebrity one, like weird ones. Yeah. Like Robert, you, me, we all know enough people to where we're like, hey, let's get together like a million bucks and just throw together like a B-list celebrity thing and leave with more than a million bucks. That's a good endeavor. Yes. Because it, it always has people wondering, can this person really fight? Or they'll be like, I want to see this person whoop this other person. Mm-hmm. This thing with McGregor, last time I saw him fight, he looked horrible. I don't want to see him fight no more. He's he's not even believable. I, I remember when he was believable. He was talking to noise. Yeah. He was good. I had to watch. You had to watch McGregor. Now it's like, come on now. What are we doing? His promos were always better than his performance. Yeah. Always. Yeah. Early in his well, career. Well, early in his career, he was a revelation. Yeah. He was like the best fighter in his division, and it wasn't even close. And he talked the talk. And he walked the walk. Now he's just been acting like a crazy person and talking the talk and not backing it up whatsoever. Well, he know he's old now. That's what it is. Yeah. And, and plus, once you get beat, all that all that confidence gets beat out of you. You can talk it, but once you get in the ring, it's not the same. Do you guys right. know anyone that's not got old? Because there's no one. Like, all these dudes come in, and you got to get as big and as bright and burn as fast yeah. as Conor McGregor did. Get what you can get. Got to. Benjamin Button. That's one. <laughs> he got young. I'm trying to think if that's true. Yeah. Technically, he was old, but he did get old. He did get young. Yeah. All right, I'm going go, to buy into that. Okay. That's only one, though. That's. <laughs> and McGregor but, used to, uh, sorry to cut you off, but McGregor used to give these blueprints on fights and what he was going to do or whatever. And yeah. Then, and then obviously Khabib and then obviously everything. Where he, just, he don't know how to figure dudes out no more. Yeah. He and, ain't. He ain't good enough. Well, what? Diaz Diaz can fight till he's a hundred, just because he's that dude. He, start, he started at one years old. He he's the guy who you could go out, see him drinking, doing whatever, put him in the octagon. He's gonna still do what he does. He's not one of these people who needs to be in super shape. He he can get beat down and still win. That's his whole mo. Do you even though he's a huge name and he's all over paparazzi stuff and all over TV, UFC doesn't need Conor McGregor anymore. No, there you go. They have multiple personalities that could step in and take over Conor McGregor's role. Hey, I was all in on Conor McGregor until he started doing all that douchey stuff in public. Because as like a, a super Irish guy, like me, <laughs> I want to find like a an Irish dude who can fight and has a big personality. Yeah. I got Sugar Sean O'Malley. He's like a already filled the role. Yeah, he's yeah. A, he's a, a technicolor, hypercolor Conor McGregor. Kirtland Conor McGregor, I believe is what he's called. I think it's pretty good. Thanks. I think <laughs> I think Fred hit it on the nail. Hit it on the head though. Here here's the problem. You got these two guys, the Paul brothers, these two Utes, and they're just telling you, "Hey, why are y'all doing that and not getting paid a fraction of what we do? Yeah. And people are more interested. And the one cat is about to headline SummerSlam. And here's the thing about headlining SummerSlam. Oh, you man. don't get punched in the head. Nope. You just got to get super paid in front of 44,000 live streaming fans. And then tomorrow, literally the next day, you can do that exact same story again. Yep. You're cool. You're good. You don't have, When's the last time Diaz and McGregor fought? 2016? Is that right? It's been a few years. Hey, maybe I'm over here. Maybe I'm getting worked by Dana. 
Maybe I'm the guy who's like, it's Dana's fault. He wants to get involved in the best story. Dana's this guy. Hey, seven years? Okay. Like, maybe you did it right. Still relevant. Still relevant. Still relevant. You got me. Also, don't sanction the fight in a weight class or anything. Just let both these dudes show up feeling as good as they want to feel and just go at each other. I don't care. Well, I the thing is. 155? Nate Diaz has one more fight left on his contract. He hates Dana White. Yeah. He, doesn't want, any, he doesn't want anything to do with the UFC. And, it, and he's embarrassed him. And Dana White just keeps trying to set him up with these Hollywood joke fights. Yeah. And Nate, fight, Nate wants a real fight. And he's like, he's been saying he doesn't want to fight Conor McGregor for years now. And here we are still talking about how he doesn't want to fight Conor McGregor. Voila. Fred, you're on to something because the last time I saw McGregor, he looked like he ate three McGregors. Yes. Have you seen him? I mean, that's why I said it. Because <laughs> probably drank three McGregors. Yeah, that'd be more likely. He don't want to work hard. And he's like the number one. Out of, outside of Shashenko and Nunez, who else do you want to see fight for a third time? And it's just because those ladies go hard. Yeah. You know they hate each other. Canelo and Triple G. That's a different sport, though. Yeah, it's a whole other thing. Yeah. But if you'd be like, give me Sterling and Yan. No. No, do not give me that. I don't care. Mm-hmm. That's for guys who love the sport. I love spectacles. Sure. And I don't think that Conor McGregor is going to let it happen. Or excuse me, Conor McGregor will do it. Conor McGregor will take all the money. Oh, he, they paying money? Yes, yes, he oh, will, yeah, he's yeah. in. They got to make, they gotta make uh, UFC tag team matches or something, man. Like <laughs> They got to spice this up. Celebrity UFC, is that what next? And it's tied. It's tied. 1-1? Let's go. Yeah, it's tied. You got to have the rubber match. This is why baseball games are played in series. You get three games. So stupid. I need to know who's better. And you know why? I don't. No, you don't. I don't know why. Nobody cares. I just want to see Conor McGregor talk smack and do something stupid and be the ass of the internet for a few days. And then he gets fight and gets beat up. And then we realize, like, oh, probably could have had just a couple good fighters in here instead. Oh, no, yeah. I disagree. Probably could have just had a couple good fighters, you know. Would have been better. I don't need two dudes that are superior at, at ground wrestling and choking each other. That's boring. Yeah, that's – oh, those are the ones I hate to Can't watch. Can't do it. I hate to watch those. Give me two guys that right before will take their mouthpiece out, scream at each other, put it back in, and then just swing away. Well, they grab each other's back of the neck yep. and throw 100 punches, and whoever can, <laughs> whoever can survive wins. So you're, tell, you're going to look me in the face, Fred, Yeah, and you're going to tell me you don't want to see two dudes oiled up in really <laughs> tight underwear <laughs> right. just grab each other with their big, strong arms uh-huh. and roll around on the ground, switching positions every 30 seconds, trying to choke each other out. You don't want to watch that, Fred? Zero interest. Huh. Your search history says different. (laughs) (laughs) Not for me. Also, you call this the last one, and then you put them in a buddy cop movie together, and they go off to celebrity forever, ever. There we go. Give that to me. Also, NFL, all the lawyers in this country, God himself, give me a decision on Deshaun Watson. Two men on live from the John Lopez Real Estate and Coldwell Banker Legacy Studio. We're powered by New Mexico Opinion on Coffee. Play on Team I-9. Start our days at the YMCA of Central New Mexico. Spend our evenings at Hollow Spirits. And the weekend, 
Spring New Mexico's vodka, Teller Vodka. It's 95.9 FM and AM 610. The sports animal. There are a handful of things where I'm like, hey, that's not really a joke. I would say that sexual assault is on my list of things that I don't really make jokes about. That's a big one. There are several exceptions. Sure. None of them apply to Deshaun Watson. But making jokes about Deshaun Watson totally fits. He deserves it. He sucks. Like prison stuff. Go. Check. Yeah. You do need Sean Watson material when you do stand-up? Not here. No? No. Wouldn't hit? No, not here. It doesn't hit here. The NFL is the biggest in what we do in the NFL. Like in the sports world, the NFL is the biggest. Outside of sports, no one cares. Yeah. You'd have to You'd have to sit there and go through a whole history of who he is and what's going on. And by the time that happens, nah. It's too much setup, not yep. a punchline. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Is the reward versus the rub? Don't know. Can't tell. So as I'm looking at this, Sue Robinson, who is the arbitrator, she's got it. She's like, this is what you guys are going to do. She's got it laid out there. Mm-hmm. But she's taken a long beat to see if both sides want to end up settling, that being the NFL and Deshaun Watson. Uh, I guess actually NFL, NFL, PA and Deshaun Watson. He's going to end up starting week one. Bet, boys. Bet. Yes. this That's the whole point of this. And I really think, to be honest, the Browns are like, this is what you should do. We don't want Brissett out there. <laughs> and from what I understand, what's going on right now, Sue Robinson already has her punishment. She's got it. Yeah. She already, she's already heard yeah. Both sides. Mm-hmm. Yep. She has all the data, all the information she needs, and she feels like she has a fair punishment, and she doesn't want to dole out her punishment until the NFL and Deshaun Watson get a chance to negotiate and agree to what they both think is fair. I think you're very correct. Because mm-hmm. as we just found out today, if the NFL doles out their punishment, no matter what, the NFLPA is going to sue. Yeah. To counter sue the NFL. So this then is going to take forever. Yep. Deshaun Watson will be playing for the Cleveland Browns. Yeah. It's going to be bad no matter what. Watson today said, or I guess his people, NBC Sports is reporting is the safest way to say what I'm about to say. NBC Sports is reporting Watson will sue the NFL if he's given a one year suspension. Well, I'd uh, just suspend him longer than that then. Yes, yeah. I was going to say. <laughs> like, who cares? Only a that amount? year yeah. and a day. Cool. <sighs> this guy's a joke. He like Best case scenario, he, he commits all this creepy stuff. Worst case scenario, he commits all these crimes. And he's like, you know what I'm going to do after I commit all these crimes? I'm going to sue you. What? You're going to do, I'm, you're going to come again? Sir, I told you not to drink that coffee. It was too hot. Like, this doesn't make sense. What should happen is they should give him a two-year and then let him appeal it down to one year. He's still going to sue anyways. Yeah. He's He's still going to sue, but. And he's going to do it federally. And just like right now with what's going on with like January 6th. Oh, goodness. Like, there's all these like court cases going on right now where you can't find anyone to be on the jury because it's the most public thing ever. Yep. That's it. You're going to end up with the same situation. 
You're going to spend weeks just looking for jurors to fit this case. And you know what it's going to happen over the course of those weeks? Football games are going to be played. Deshaun mm-hmm. Watson will play in them. Right. And this is such huge news. Huge. Inside and out of sports. You're going to have a very troubling time finding a jury of uninformed, yeah. impartial jurors. There's no way. Nope. So arbitration is your only hope because it's going to take forever to try in a court, just like uh, Trump's January 6th stuff. Who, how are you going to find 12 people who you, don't have an opinion on that situation? Are you literally repeating what I just said? I don't know. Am I? Were you, were you so zoned out right there that you just took my exact <laughs> statement and regurgitated it? Is that really what just happened? Yeah. This is incredible. <laughs> You're part of this program. You need me to turn the home run I mean, derby off for a second? Well, keep in mind that uh, I'm on medication for my shoulder impingement. No! Tylenol does not count. I do I do uh, zone out every once in a while. This exact scenario is what made it worse for Trevor Bauer. Because if Trevor Bauer would have taken the settlement early for the one year, it wouldn't end up in this arbitrator deal where they were like, hey, actually, greater than. That's what's going to happen to Sean Watson. Is he's going to end up getting sued, or excuse me, end up getting suspended. Then there's going to be a lawsuit, and then he's going to catch resistance, bad blood. I don't know what terminology you use from the NFL to where when it comes time, they're not. It's not going to be welcoming back. It's not going to be open arms. You weren't on our team and making this decision. You are the enemy, Deshaun Watson. Which, by the way, is the way it should be. Yeah. The crazy part is the the player association. They didn't think something like this would happen so quickly after they negotiated the deal because they know how this is supposed to work. Now they know. They, yeah. they negotiated this. This is what they fought for. Now they have Deshaun Watson like, wait a minute, hold up, hold up, hold up. That doesn't fit what we negotiated. Right. I don't see a judge. They're not going to. And it's their, it's their job to advocate for the player. Yeah. They have to advocate for the player. And that's what, it's in that's, the, it's that's in the, the part that it's makes them truck. look so stupid. Yeah. Hey, and also, <laughs> bet, though, like, obvious one. Hey, Deshaun Watson, you're back or whatever, this or that. Uh, there's a lawsuit pending, blah, blah, blah. Uh, oh, Deshaun Watson uh, ruptures his knee. Oh. Blows, blows an Achilles. It won't be true. But it's a way to pay him mm-hmm. and not play. Yeah. And that's what you're going to end up with is some sneaky stuff. Because these dudes are sneaky. With the NFLPA right now is just like a bad public defender. They're like, uh, sir, we have you on camera. <laughs> yeah. I didn't do it. Uh, the guy with you gave us a statement. You, you, you're very guilty. I, I didn't do it. Like, Ugh. Mm-hmm. Okay, let's go to trial. Well, and also this angle on it, too. It, you know, like the people in the room are like, Deshaun, just take your year. Mm-hmm. Just take Get this the over with. Deshaun, just take the year. You're going to be so good. And what is the lawsuit? The CBA, there's a line in the CBA. It's like the NFL can suspend you from any amount of time for any reason. It's literally in the CBA. Yep. Also, Deshaun Watson, just a guy who doesn't like being told no. Ouch. Ooh. I see a pattern. See a pattern. Yep. Also, aren't like federal judges in on the CBA? Weren't they part of like ruling it as doable? Mm-hmm. Like I, I know doable is not a legal word. But because <laughs> the NFL is a non-for-profit, blah, blah, blah. Your Honor, under Section 113, yeah. Chapter 4, is this doable? Article 113 <laughs> clearly states in doability. Why, I declare. Yeah. Sir, please remove that white wig. <laughs> this, uh, this agreement is not doable whatsoever. Hmm. 
And if you do recall, there was a .02 PSI difference in footballs in January, so we suspended <laughs> the best player we ever had. Your Honor, let's break yeah. down the word. <laughs> do and able. <laughs> Is this able to do? Answer me this. Somebody remove Samuel Clemens from the courtroom. <laughs> let's grab one. It's Mark Twain, actually. It's us. Oh, man. <laughs> NFL COVID protocols. Are they better? Are they worse? I'm going to tell you what. They're stupid. Two men on 95.9 FM and AM 610. The Sports Animal. So I'm going to make sure I got this right. COVID is over, correct? Like it's been cured? Nope. No. I thought it was over. Um, Mildly contained? No, it's gone from pandemic to endemic, just like the flu. Oh. Is endemic. It's going to be with us forever. Forever, ever. Mm. Yeah. See, that's, that's, that's my vibe. Yeah, that, currently it's a BA5 variant. Do I have to get ha- more vaccines? Well, they're going to recommend it. I'll do it then. I do whatever is recommended to me by, by my government. <laughs> <laughs> Where's my loser horn when I need it? That's what I need. <laughs> No, uh, but it's it's going to be with us forever. And you make your own decisions as to whether to mask or get boosted every couple of months or whatever. I wore a mask in Meow Wolf. I've seen a lot of you more people. You heard it here? Just from- I've seen a lot more people wear masks now. Like after it was okay to where they said not to wear it. Now when I go out, I see people wearing them just... More and more. I still I wear mine regularly. Mm-hmm. It's in my it's in my hand right now. It's in my I pocket. Got, I got mine back. in my car. Yeah. Like, I, I see people wearing them incorrectly. Well, what does that mean? Still? Yeah, that means below the nose. Uh, well, uh, to be fair, to be fair, a lot of people still haven't figured out Zoom. I mean, it just takes time. <laughs> Good point. So, if you're reporting the NFL training camps, which is cool, like congratulations, you're in the mix. There's no COVID restrictions at all. There's no protocols. There's no testing. Uh, nothing is going to be implemented. I think A. Marie was telling us this morning, people were calling the morning show about the TBT. Like, do you still have to prove vaccine and stuff? I think, didn't the pit stop doing that like midway? Halfway, halfway through last season. Yeah. Mm-hmm. It's not like a club anymore that if you're in, you're in. Because here's the thing about vaccines. They're literally available to everyone. If you want one, you're at the point where you could have got one. If you don't want one, nothing on this earth including your fandom of NFL football, is going to convince you to do it. But I don't even know what the current guidelines are. Do you, I, do you guys have any clue what the current guideline is from Fauci, which is a name I haven't said in six months? I was going to say, is he still around? Yeah, by, <laughs> speaking of Fauci, by the way, loyal listener, um, our producer Bob, as informed and intelligent as he is, is not a doctor. <laughs> no, I'm not. That's yeah. a good point. Yeah, I just I, play one on the radio. We forgot to, yeah, forgot forgot to, to make mention. Yeah, it's kind of uh, important. Yeah. I was listening to that two men on, and this Bob yeah. guy told me. Uh, his not, uh, Dr. Bob Walpo, I be, Ph.D. in thugonomics. <laughs> <laughs> it's a John Cena reference. And also, there's kind of a lot of people with COVID right now, but there's a lot more that don't because, I mean, what do I currently have in my house? 50 COVID tests? Mm-hmm. Like, I, just test, I test in my house all the time. Yeah. I, got a, I, got a hand, I, I got like 10. Yeah. I, do. I don't have any. You want one of mine? No. I'll share. No, it's okay. Thank Friend, you. Boys help boys. That I appreciate the offer. Any Anytime I have like a weird snivel or cough. COVID or test. A headache, yep. 
COVID test. Swab. Mm-hmm. Right away. Swab out. If I got a weird fart, like it doesn't smell like a normal <laughs> yep. Like That one's off. I will tell you right now, do you remember when you first started COVID testing and like putting that thing up your nose? You're like, this is the most weird thing in my entire life. I'll never get used to this. I'm so uncomfortable. Yeah. Literally second nature to me now. Sure. Do not care. No, I said I'll never do this again. I'll never forget that. The first COVID test, I t- I'm never doing this When they again. stuck it in your brain? Yeah. Oh, no. If huh. I had to do that every time, I might just be patient zero. I don't know. When I had super COVID, when COVID, so I had COVID years ago, which is a stupid sentence. That's crazy. Yeah. You had the, you had the. The OG. You, yeah, you had the original batch. Yeah. You had the Titleist, not the. <laughs> yeah. <titleist. laughs> the girl was like, hey, she's like, I'm about to swab you, but you have COVID. I'm like, then do we have to swab? What are we doing? She's like, we got to keep the records. I was mm-hmm. like, okay. Give me three shots. Give me all the tests. And if I'm going to camp. And I'm like trying to make an NFL squad. If I'm like not an NFLer, but I'm like an XFL plus guy. Right. If I'm like a USL SL plus guy, I'm wearing the mask. I'm staying away from everyone. I'm only doing football. You're doing nothing to get in the way of your chance. Literally nothing to live out your childhood dream. Also, how did Aaron Rodgers make all this happen? On the other on the other side, the guy trying to get on the 53 man roster is not Aaron Rodgers. If Aaron Rodgers was trying to get a gig in the NFL, right? Like he saw the end of the rainbow, and he knew this was almost it. His dreams are about to be fulfilled, and he gets a big contract from his favorite NFL team. He don't act like that. You're so only, dumb. only if you're the back-to-back MVP. This just makes that story seem like nothing. Sure, we were, we were talking about nothing for them to just throw it all away now. It wasn't that long ago. Well, to be fair, to be fair, to be fair, I mean, we killed all the old and weak people, right? That's like <laughs> our our insolence on this pandemic killed a lot of people. COVID went so hard at your boy that afterwards I was like, "Hey, everything I can do to stay in my lane away from COVID." Here I am. Here I am at the Rockies game. Just <laughs> mass, though. Yeah. Hey, look. You had your beer in front of you. Except for when you had your bag of peanuts in front of you. Yeah. Besides that, you had your mask on the whole time. Hey, speaking of beer at the Rockies game, so I showed my lady the trick where you know this trick, Robert, where you go to the concession, you're like, hey, let me get one beer. Mm -hmm. They're like, cool, here's your beer. I'm like, oh, shoot, can you go grab me a hot dog? And whenever they walk away, you drink half your beer and you set it back down. I'm like, hey, can you top this guy off? Yeah. And my lady's like, Fred, you can't. Those. And I'm like, no, I'm I'm literally a seasoned pro at the beer game. That always works. Always works. You just gotta have the confidence. You can't yeah. be nervous and jittery. No. You gotta do it real matter of factly. Yeah, and whenever yeah. I was worried about COVID, I never would have gave my COVID infested just drink beer back to the guy. Yeah. Sure. Ever, ever. You wouldn't put him at risk like that. No. No way, you're a good person. Does that work with hot dogs? Nice. <laughs> <laughs> you gotta try it out. I don't know why you did the half beer this time. Is this just for s- storytelling purposes? Because usually you chug the whole thing. That's like, oh, cr- my God, I spilt it. You're very correct. Mm-hmm. Into my belly. But, uh, for the necessary embellishment of the program, mm-hmm. I didn't necessarily need everyone to know that I, at 5,300 feet, whatever, above sea level, <laughs> that I slammed. Uh, other angle to the story, the NFL hates my grandparents. Is that in? Is that part of the story? Your grandparents hang out with a lot of NFL players? I mean, whatever. Yeah. You don't know how they roll. They're all members at the same upscale golf course that I can't get into in my hometown. Oh, good point. Mm. Just kidding. I have no grandparents left. Just re- That's very recent. 
what are we supposed to do with that, man? <laughs> like nothing. <laughs> nothing. You can just have that one. Yeah. <clears throat> there is someone right now, NFL fan, that is like listening. Like right now, there's a friend of the show. And we're like, hey, there's no COVID protocols in place, likely not going to be any. And they're right now in their truck, and they're like, hell yeah, brother. Good. Wasn't going to follow them anyway. Uh-uh. Hey, I, I, you know I'm tuned in, but I got to turn it <laughs> down because I got to open my flip phone to call everyone. <laughs> what? And it's not the whole pandemic. Here we go again. Just when, just when he thought. It's like uh, Al Pacino and Godfather 3. Never seen the Godfather. I know. All right. Okay, pull me back in. <laughs> the COVID? The, co- the COVID conversations. But like when, when I was getting vaccinated, when I was wearing masks, when I was social distancing, when I plural was, I was uh, quarantining, it wasn't for me. These- from, from the texter, it looks to me that there was testing up all the way up until the very last game. And that is correct. Yeah. Yeah. Yes. Yeah. If you didn't have the vaccine, you had to get tested all the way up to the very last game. Right. But if you had the vaccine, you did not. You're good. Yeah. Also correct. But yeah, that is correct from the text. Yeah, but all these protocols weren't in place for professional athletes, the healthiest people on the planet. It's to protect the vulnerable. That's what all yeah. of this was for. Yeah. Me, you, Robert, and Bob Walpole. Yes. We all need help. Emotionally vulnerable. One hour of this program left, and then we're scooting over to the TVT. From the texter, is the game on TV or radio? It's not on our radio, but it's on ESPN3. So figure that out. I don't know what subscription you need. I stole Brandon Ortega's, so that's how I get that. Sweet. Two men on. 95.9 FM and AM 610. The Sports Animal. Welcome back to Two Men On, live from the John Lopez Real Estate and Coldwell Banker Legacy Studio. We're powered by New Mexico Pinion's Coffee. Plan Team I-9 starter days at the YMCA Central New Mexico. Big Top Golf Tournament on Thursday, y'all. Stoke. Are we, do we have any openings in that? We have one opening. Are you being serious? One. Robert, what are you doing? One single solitary opening. Thursday. For, for a team, not a player. Oh, we need one team. One. Bob, Bob, can you get a team for our, golf, our Top Golf event? It's on Thursday. Yeah, I'll go out and buy a set of clubs. And no, they got ball. clubs there. Don't <laughs> even worry about it. I got an extra set. Five to eight is when that's going to be going on. Through. Reach, literally reach out to your boys if you want to buy a bay. And it goes, obviously, to the YMCA Central New Mexico, and then we're doing a bunch of fundraiser stuff. We're doing auction stuff. It uh, should be a blast. should be really good. We're going to go live from Top Golf 4 to 7, and we'll be there to schmooze afterwards. Yeah. Correct. So, Robert, you're not playing? Is that what I just got? Uh, yeah, I can play, actually. Um, I have a comedy show, but it doesn't start until 8.30. Perfect. Robert Gibson will be there. Yes. Celebrity oh. Appearance by Robert Gibson. Bring your 8 by 10s That's <laughs> your favorite 8 by 10 of Robert. Because I know you got multiple. Duh. So that's going to be a lot of Dontrell. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> hey, I thought you were a beast with uh, the 49ers. <laughs> I would always get you in Madden. You were the best <laughs> running back in the league. Top 10 wide receivers in the NFL, Madden NFL 23. You boys ready? Let's uh, hear it. You want to go bottom to top? Let's go bottom to yeah. top. So the only ranking system that matters, like we had Marco Littlebridge on last week. We talked a ton about like NFL rankings. We like You got the eye test. You got all these guys. Madden is the only place that it matters. We all agree with that? Yes. Okay. 
The tenth best wide receiver is Amari Cooper. What? Mm. What? Mm. What? Nah. He's got a ninety overall. What? How did he get that? Who did he pay off? What? He's like in between twenty and thirty-five, depending on what <laughs> metric you're using. Outside of the top twenty, he wasn't even the best receiver on the team on his team last year. He wasn't. Pollard? No. Well, he was the third best receiver on this team. <laughs> I just don't know. And I'm like, you know me, guys. I'm a Madden guy. But Okay. For reference, Pro Football Focus has him ranked as the 31st best wide receiver. Wow. He's not better than, I'm just going to name a couple names, Michael Thomas, Tyler Lockett, Chris Godwin, you love. My boy, DK Metcalf, not even in the conversation. Ooh. DK should be ranked way ahead of him. Yeah. Hey. Juju ahead of him. Jerry Judy ahead of him. Spoiler for the rest of this list. Robert, your favorite player, Debo, not in the top ten. Wow. But how is he ranked on the running backs, though? It, I, don't, I don't think he – you don't get dual. A.J. Brown, D.J. Moore, Michael Pittman, Pittman Jr. Misses. Mike Williams. Marquise Brown, Cortland Sutton, Jalen Waddle, Terry McLaurin. Not on Johnson, the list. Johnson. All of these guys are way ahead of Amari Cooper. Well, hold on. Yeah. Terry McLaurin is ranked higher. He's number nine on the list. Oh, Terry's nine. Yeah, okay. Terry is ranked higher than Amari Cooper, which I think fits. The problem Terry has is he's got no quarterback. So if you go to play as the commanders, you ain't going to win no game. Yeah. Unless they give you 2016 Carson Wentz. I don't think he's available. Madden packs. All right, you feel disrespected, or you feel like this is right with Keenan Allen at number eight? No, that's where he's. That's good. where he should be. That's good. Terry and Keenan. I like this list except for Amari <coughs> Cooper. Keenan is right where he should be because he's not like a super fast guy. He's a third down receiver. He'll catch the ball, but he's not going to just be nothing explosive. From the live chat, the game will be on ESPNU. Not just ESPN three, ESPNU ah. as well. Thank you, friend of the show, Hank. I know Hank tunes in regularly. There's a lot of friends of the show out there I really like. Or just go in person. That's what I'm. There we go. Yeah, just go in person. Easier. Mike Evans comes in right above Keenan Allen. That's number seven. Here's what's interesting to me. So number six is Justin Jefferson. You are a big Justin Jefferson guy. I don't think he's better than Adam Thielen. Adam Thielen, not in the top ten. But he's in the top 15. So if you're playing with the Minnesota Vikings, aside from their crap quarterback situation, like they're set up on the outside. Adam Thielen was Cooper Cup before Cooper Cup. Are you talking about Wes Welker? Adam Thielen's, what, his sixth, seventh, eighth season? Yeah. He's got some miles. Justin Jefferson is just as talented as anybody in the league, and he's on his way up. See, this is when you get into those guys where you can just throw it up, and they're going to go get it. And that's an interesting aspect, too, because like in Madden, by the way, I'm only talking Madden. I'm not yeah. talking real football. Yeah. Correct. There's two ways. Slant over the middle, drag over the middle. Those are the only two. You want to yeah. run a post? You have to have Randy Moss out there or it you, don't work. <laughs> yep. You're not going to sub. Ten-step ten drop. Right. Hey, but you put Tyreek Hill in the slot and have him drag oh, the middle and just. Gosh. Yeah. Whoop, whoop, zoop, ah, ah, zoop, zoop. 
Devontae Mark. Adams, DeAndre Hopkins, Justin Jefferson. That big three is the people who can do that. There's like those three. Jump up and grab it with anybody. Yeah. Everybody else is like. Stefan Diggs, who comes in. Good hands. Do we already skip Jefferson? No, we got him. Stefan Diggs, who comes in at number four. You're not going to throw him on a go route in Madden. No. Drag, go. Yep. Slant, go. Hey, and by the way, if you run like stock plays in Madden, you don't even know what you're doing. Yeah, that's, <laughs> yeah those sure. are horrible. Figure it out. <laughs> you run the ball in Madden, what are you doing? Oh. oh. Only to run the clock. That's what Running the ball is running the clock. I cannot stand when someone gets the Titans, man. <laughs> I already know what's coming up. I know what's happening. 52 rushes a game. Eating up clock. Ugh. 17 to 10. Smart. Psst, I ain't. That's what the pros do. We got to put together. We got to do it pretty quick, too. We'll find a partner. Well, we need to do a little Madden deal. Yeah. We used to. I used to run a lot of little Madden deals when I did radio and sales. They're a blast. All the friends of the show come out. And there's, like, garbage level of talent, and then mm-hmm. there's, like, superior level of talent. Yeah, there's no middle ground. Uh-uh. Yeah. You either Madden or you football. Mm-hmm. And I don't football as well as I Madden. And by the way, I haven't Maddened in enough recently. doesn't matter. comes back to you. Madden never changes. Nothing changes on Madden. This should be the best one. The sec- Always the second title on the new generation of console, that's always the best one. Mm-hmm. One year to work out the kinks. Right. Hey, I just realized I, th- I agreed with this list except for Amari Cooper until just now. Okay. Who, who, what's your other grievance? Bro, Jamar Chase. Way down there. Where is Chase? Yeah, man. Yeah. Yeah. Where is Chase? Did him dirty. Too far down there. Jefferson only has two years. Chase and Jamar number- Chase only has one year. But still, there's no denying how talented they are. He is number 20. Jamar Chase is number 20. Straight dumb. Behind some kid named Brandon Cooks, who I, I have to Google. <laughs> Cooks Plays can, with the Texans, doesn't he? Cooks can still run. He's a little dude. Ah, no, he ain't. He ain't Cooks okay. is still good. Number three is your boy Cooper Cup. I never seen anyone fanboy so hard than you for Cooper Cup. You love Cooper Cup. You sweat Cooper Cup. You know, I really like those locker room guys, <laughs> you know, just eat, sleeps, and breathes that playbook, you know. The best part about Cooper Cup is everyone- Head on his shoulders. Wait, what? Everyone in the top 10 has 90 or better speed on this ranking. Cooper Cup, and they're just being really cool about it, 89. Uh, Cooper <laughs> Cup, he's like, okay, you're like a 76 Fiat. Yeah, sorry, every linebacker can actually catch you. <laughs> you ain't gonna drop nothing though. No, catch ninety nine oh, all day. Oh, yeah. Yep. Worst catch on this top ten list is Tyreek Hill. Oh oh I totally screwed this thing up. I apologize. Tyreek Hill was third. Cooper yeah. Cup was second. My bad boys. That's okay, buddy. My buddy. bad boys. No, okay. If you're playing Madden, if you had to pick between Cooper Cup or Tyreek Hill. Tyreek Hill. Hill. <laughs> exactly. Ninety nine. What speed. are they talking about? Ninety nine speed. Who cares? That's ten speed better. Everyone knows when you have a 10-speed, you're uh-huh. way cooler. You cannot play man-to-man with this dude. I dead-ass believe the Raiders are going to win the Super Bowl this year, and this is why Devontae Adams. Don't you curse like that. I'm telling you. <laughs> Don't do that. They're so good. We're going to be seeing you at Bourbon and Boots. They're insanely good. Their quarterback's uh-huh. the best quarterback in the division. They now have the best wide receiver in the division. 
You don't have to run it anymore, so I don't care about yeah, running. Running back. is nothing. Nothing. You just need a you need a running back who can catch. That's what you need. That's it. They just got two new running backs. Can they catch? As long as they can catch. Sometimes you want to catch, so you just put that one out there. You're forgetting about the tight end too. No, that's who scares me. All of them. Whew. Uh oh, we're we're within the twenty. Okay, I got this idea. Oh, that dude scares me. Throw to that throw to that Waller cat. He's like six six. Hey. See the size of his hands? Like phone books. Does anyone remember what a phone book is? That was a coup. Acquiring Adams and not having to get up Waller. That well, was- Carr has no excuses this year, all right? No. Nope. Never. What? Yeah, I don't want to hear nothing. He's got everything. The division is the weakest division in football, so the Raiders should go undefeated. <laughs> then whenever they make it to the playoffs, it – 17 or 18 and 0. I'm not sure how about bye weeks work. As then, long as they get the home home field, because everybody will be partying when they get to Vegas. Duh. Somebody will get in trouble. You're guaranteed two to three to yeah. five teammates getting in trouble. Hey, I'm telling you right now, with this new player personnel, zero people on the Raiders are ever going to get in trouble. Is this nah, the- they're still the Raiders. They the Vikings. They're still the Raiders. They're still the Raiders. Somebody's going to get in trouble. It, Vegas is still <laughs> Vegas. Yes. Look, if it was like, a soccer club, maybe you can keep 15 dudes under wraps. But that's 53 dudes. Yeah. 53 millionaires let loose on Vegas. Somebody is going to do something stupid. It's just the odds. I'm sorry. Also, it's kind of like 106 millionaires every week, though. Because, like, when that visiting team show mm-hmm. up. Well, you want the visiting team to get in trouble. Yeah. I'm talking about the Raiders in particular. Hey, uh, you like, Raiders are going to stay in trouble. And you're leaking, like, flight information and stuff to, like, Ah, like, like individuals of a certain mm-hmm. moral character. Mm-hmm. Yeah, and you're like, listen, Buffalo's coming to town. You guys know how Buffalo is. They got yeah, they got a they got a Applebee's. Send over, <laughs> send over hot chicks with plates of cheese and duh, wings. yeah, duh, irresistible. And like when you live in Buffalo, like, funny, how- like I I told that joke like I assumed every player was from Buffalo. No. That's not how it works. And most of these players in the NFL, they don't like cold weather. They don't like Buffalo. Like, a lot of guys talk about how tough Aaron Rodgers is. No, that's stupid. Mm-hmm. He's from California. Yeah, he wants to be back in California. <laughs> Always like, did. No one in Buffalo wants to be in Buffalo. In fact, if you're in Buffalo, for a good time, you go to Toronto. Like, And you can't even get there quickly on the road. You take a ferry. This is real. That's how little people enjoy Buffalo. You go to Vegas? Psh, oh, man. I got a Vegas budget. Blow it. You this, just travel underground in Vegas. Yeah. You don't even got to go outside in the middle of the day when so it's actually sweet. hot. That's true. Everything's air conditioned. You can just travel underneath the ground, underneath all the buildings. It's pretty sweet. Extra hot was this weekend's Major League Baseball draft. It was the most important one in the history of baseball. We'll tell you why after this. Two men on 95.9 FM and AM 610, the sports animal. All right, Van, give me the update on this home run derby. It just started. Julio Rodriguez. Seattle Mariners. Julio! First three swings, first three dongs, but now his streak's over. Who's pitching to him? Who's this lady? <laughs> I don't know. Okay. I can't judge from the back. My favorite baseball player maybe of all time is Matt Holiday for reasons. His son Jackson Holiday is about to become a lot of players' favorite player. A lot of players. A lot of fans' favorite players. 
Jackson Holiday, the shortstop from Stillwater, drafted number one by the Orioles. He wasn't the top-rated prospect, but hmm. does that super matter? No. No. Well, it depends on which uh, prospect list you look at. He was up there on all, all of them. He's up there on all of them. And he seems like in the draft, he's like the most sure thing, sure thing. Like he might not, you might not be drafting the greatest player in the history of the world, but you're going to draft a contributor who will play on your team for a long time. Do you guys think that's changed throughout the years? Because when I was younger, I just thought the number one dude was going to be the dude. Ken Griffey Jr. Yeah. Like, I don't know what year that changed. Josh Hamilton. What year did that change? Josh Hamilton. Josh Hamilton. It's been hit or miss for a long time. You just don't realize. There's only so many Derek Jeters, Chipper Jones. Um, <coughs> you just mentioned them. Ken Griffey Jr. Ken Griffey Jr. All these guys are studs. Literally yeah. everyone we're ever talking about. Yeah, but the overall number one pick doesn't make it every year. <sighs> they do, though. Like, don't they? No. Because you kind of run out of years. Yeah. Because if you were – all right, so how many years should you spend in the minors? What's a real number? Juan Soto aside, like what's a real number of years you should spend in the minors? Five? Four. Four. Four? Yeah. So what is this, 2022? So who was the number one pick in 2018? That would have been Casey Mize with the Tigers. He's got a cup of coffee. He's not an everyday player yet. Threw a no-hitter in the minors. He's got a role to talent. Yeah, I remember the buzz behind him. Royce Lewis was drafted in 17 overall for the Twins. 2019, Adley Rushman. Yeah. He was a supposedly sure thing. Came up this year, and he's holding his own. Royce Lewis in 17 toward the ACL, so that doesn't Ooh. count. Throw him out. Yeah. Twice. Yeah. That sucks. That count with the Phillies. Um... Moniac? Moniac? Yeah, Moniac. Did he ever make it? Nope. He's still trolling around the minors. Yeah. Because he came up, but he couldn't get over the 200 average. Dansby Swanson obviously played a little bit. He's very good. But he's like, that's all the way back in 2015. That's some time now. Steven Strasburg's a good example. Garrett Cole, Carlos Correa, Bryce Harper. Yeah. I mean, there's there's a there's a grip of them. David Price, you remember? Yeah. Oh, oh yeah. I mean, Tim Beckham. Conversely, I think there's more bust than their hits. Because look, sixteen Moniac, bust so far. Fourteen Aiken, bust so far. Thirteen Appel, bust so far. But when they hit, though. Yeah, because there's guys, some household names. Like I'm, I'm just going back here to because I was saying it was '99, because '99 was the one with Josh Hamilton. So after that, you like Adrian Gonzalez was the number one overall pick. Joe Maurer was the number one. I don't know who Brian Burlington is, so maybe miss me with that. Yeah, Delman Young, number one. Matt Bush played a little bit, but again, conversely, yeah, he didn't count. Mm-hmm. Justin Upton though, 2008, oh, yeah. Tim yeah. Beckham, he's a bust. Six, Luke Hockover, he's a bust. Seven was David Price, and he he hit. That's a career, yeah. Steven Strasburg hit, Bryce Harper hit, Garrett Cole hit, Carlos Correa hit. And like 03, you got one right in the middle, Delman Young. That's not a hit. Yeah. That's not, that's not a hit. That's not a bust. Right, right, yeah. right. Hey, contributor. But this one, 
All these dudes we're talking about now. Hey, and by the way, like we were just talking about the 2000 draft. These dudes weren't even alive during the That's 2000 crazy. draft. Right. <laughs> Jackson Holiday, his dad's Matt Holiday. He's in the mix. Taking number two overall, Drew Jones. That's Drew- Andrew Jones' kid. Pretty Man. good. Played 17 years. Oh, my goodness. Ten-time gold glovey. He had 430 dingers. How he's not in the hall is insane. He doesn't go number one because the Orioles wanted an infielder. Yeah. Yeah. Because mm-hmm. he's an outfielder, obviously. Number three overall, this Kumar Rocker. I don't know as much about him. He went 10th last year to the Mets. Pretty good. And didn't sign because there's some injury concerns. Yeah. Shoulder problems. Had a small surgery. A lot of baseball experts had him ranked way lower mm-hmm. in this draft because the unexpected injury, and he's not as a sh- air quote sure thing as he was last year. But we're talking about like all these kids who got drafted, whose dads played in the bigs. He played in the, his dad played in the NFL. Dad played in the NFL. He's in the College Football Hall of Fame. Yeah, and then he went straight into coach. He played two years, then went straight into coaching. He was like, "I'm good. I'm good." I think he still runs the Eagles in some capacity. Friends of the show, I'm sure you're listening to us and you got the home run derby on mute. But if you're unable to, Julio Rodriguez put on a show. $32. Dollars. Oh. 32. 32. I mean, that's pretty good. Yeah. Hey, don't waste them, though, right? I know. You get tired. It's hot out there. As hot as it's going to get right now, too. Mm-hmm. Your boy Eric Green and played for the Steelers. His son got drafted. It's crazy, right? You got any bo- you got any sons to your knowledge, Robert? No, me yeah, me neither. Van, the first six players, not to my knowledge. <laughs> well, uh, hopefully, no. If I do find out, it's under this type of conditions. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> you see that number one draft pick, Van? He looks just like you. You promise? Yeah, let's go. <laughs> this- Justin Crawford, Carl, Crawford, Carl Crawford's son. You see that? Good get. Seventeenth. Jacob Berry, whose father is Perry Berry, by the way. Great. Thank you. Mm. Is that the new uh, gum flavor? I think so, yeah. Yeah? His dad played a little minor league ball in the 80s. Still counts. This is so crazy to me. It's I, So, out of the top ten picks, only one of them didn't play professional football or baseball. The wow. fathers. Yeah. Obviously, yeah. But then, like, man, you got 17, 18, 19. These kids are groomed for the big time. Well, and that's the thing, too, because, like, to watch them, like, going back, talking about, like, Jackson, they got the camera on them. They're doing the thing. Matt Holiday's right there, and he's still as excited as anyone could possibly be. You know, it's not like an entitlement thing. It's not like Mm -hmm. I deserve to be here thing. Also, there's something about like being from Stillwater. It's not like it's big city life. Like, is this like the new wave? Though, think about it. Yeah. Think about Steph Curry. Think about who we're seeing in other sports. Mm-hmm. The Suns taking over. It, it's in, it's happening in baseball now. I mean, you got Dante Bichette's son. He, he's he's great. Very good. Great. Vlad Junior. He's the best player in baseball. Agreed. Aaron Judge probably the best player in baseball. Yeah, yeah. But look at, Somebody look at, to be mad. Show it. Our generation, <laughs> like when we're growing up, it was like super special and unique to have a stud player whose parents also yeah. played in the bigs. Yeah. 
is a few pitchers here and there, and then like Griffey and Bonds. Yeah. And yeah. Basically it. Mm hmm. Alomar's. Yeah. Well, and it was weird when, you know, when oil can was like, hey, my dad's gas can. Mm -hmm. <laughs> All right, you take the rest of this one off. Yeah. <laughs> Two men on 95.9 <laughs> FM and AM 610. The sports animal. The NBA was the only thing that mattered for a minute, and then it didn't matter at all, but now it matters again more than ever. All the players are signed. All the free agents that are worth free agents are gone. Everyone wants to be traded. No one's going to get traded. LaMelo Ball's changing his number from two to one. That's significant because he plays in Charlotte. Cool number, Muggsy Bowes. What's up? The best story, though. <laughs> Boys, let's talk about fragility. Okay. Mm. The best story. According to Chris Haynes on the Twitter, at Chris B. Haynes. Crispy. Who writes for Yahoo Sports. The Los Angeles Lakers' big three of LeBron James, Anthony Davis, and Russell Westbrook huddled for a phone conversation to confirm their commitment to each other through the uncertainty. The uncertainty. Of what? Climate change? Hey, hey, before we continue this segment, can me, you, Van, and Robert, can we huddle together real quick? Yeah. I just, I, I know there's, can't let's huddle. Hey, I know there's a lot yeah, of, I know. I know there's a lot of uh, uncertainty right now. I just, this table's kind of long. Just want you guys to know there's commitment here. No one calls the boys and says, let me get your level of commitment here. They did this on the phone. So they weren't in, in front of each other. There was no FaceTime, none of this. Right. Well, and LeBron was on mute. I was going to say, LeBron was probably cracking up. <laughs> <laughs> He's like, you guys are gone whenever I say you're gone. Yeah, 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 yeah. You always talk about the Godfather. You know, you remember when they're telling Joe Pesci that he's about to be made? That's what this is. That's a good joke. <laughs> you're in. Oh, that's so good. good joke. <laughs> he was so happy. <laughs> 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 this whole thing is so emotional and weird to me. Also, how do you huddle for a phone call? What does that yeah. even mean? Yeah, those are that's a made up story. <laughs> yeah, those are made up words. Mm -hmm. Somebody in the Lakers organization made that up mm -hmm. and leaked it to the press. It's called that LeBron. It's somebody that was LeBron. All the Lakers organization needed was a counter story to the summer league story. Where LeBron and Russ didn't sit next to each mm -hmm. other. Mm -hmm. This is actually a Seinfeld episode. This is actually, what do you mean, Jerry? He wanted you to huddle for a phone call. <laughs> you build 22 minutes out on this thing of straight jokes on verbs that don't make sense. Jerry, you never believe what I heard. You guys didn't huddle? <laughs> Through all this uncertainty? Kramer, I don't have a cell phone. I can't call two people at once. Slacks, Jerry. Teams. There's ways. Like, that's an episode of Seinfeld. This is dumb. It's so dumb. It's very, it's very, very dumb. I hate to break it to you guys. This is dumb. Robert's like, actually, what happened when was LeBron was watching The Godfather. He's like... <laughs> He's like, you know, my all right, hey, <laughs> huddle around you, boys. Oh gosh, 
loyal listener, I don't know if Fred knows that that's Goodfellas. Yeah, I was gonna. I was oh, gonna let him. No, I was gonna let him keep uh, going with it. I've never I, seen I, it. I couldn't tell if he was just misinformed or if it was like a joke. I thought it was a joke. No, I'm misinformed. And then you leaned into it really hard. Yeah, that's Joe Pesci from Goodfellas. Yeah, my mistake. It's okay. They all live in the same city. And then Ray Liotta, Robert De Niro are really happy for him. (laughs) And patting him on the back. Mm -hmm. (laughs) Guys, they live in the same city. Yep. They, like, are neighbors. You know they're in the same neighborhood. There's only so many neighborhoods out there. Yeah, I mean... You don't got to do bank. You got to do zip codes. You got to do bank accounts. Their bank accounts are very close to each other. Yeah. So, yeah, <laughs> they can't live that far apart. No. You want to pay how much for a home in this neighborhood, sir? You, No, you cannot because there's lots of murders right here. <laughs> you have to go up to that neighborhood, the mm-hmm. better one. Oh, this is going to be the craziest season of NBA basketball ever. <sighs> Why do they keep needing... This coddling. These are adults. This is their job. The crazy thing is, they're super veterans. These are old dudes. Oh, super old. They shouldn't even even want to operate this way. Mm -mm. You get to a point (sighs) where you're at, me and LeBron are paralleling careers. So he went professional (laughs) in 2004. I went professional in 2004. Like... I have 19 years in my game. He has 19 years in his game. I mean, you know this. Me and you talk about this all the time, man. I don't care at all anymore. Mm. If you are dumb or lazy or fly by night or don't, I don't even see you. Right. I like. I got to see the effort. This is true for if you're a postman or if you're a right. you, you work at the the back of the house at the at the Sheraton, like making dinner. Like all these things are all relevant. And LeBron is there, and you got like you can't. You can't go to other people. If you've been in the game for 20 years, you can't go to coworkers and be like, I just, I really need to feel some acceptance from you. No. You stay in your lane and you go really hard. Especially when you're the alpha. Claim to be the alpha. You're the one with the hardware. You're the guy. <sighs> and yeah. it, hey, look, Fred, can you huddle up with me real quick? Yep. Yeah, well, yeah, what's up, guy? <laughs> Bob, Bob's going to be our producer today. Yeah. I know you're worried about Bob taking over for Vital, but like, just keep these good vibes going. Yeah, just through all this uncertainty, like Bob's our producer. Like, we're gonna put on a good show for Bob. You know, there's there's a commitment there for each other. A lot of uncertainty. We gotta commit here. Commitment or be committed. Yep, both. Yeah. You know what? If I was, if I was Westbrook or AD, I'd be pissed off. Super. I'd be like, what you mean through all this uncertainty? Yeah. They talking to you, man. You know everything. Is my contract in jeopardy? Right. Yeah, you running things. Well, and when you're at the office, you know it's like corporate setting. The person at the corporate setting office who says we should, you know, we should break off into individual huddles on the get out of my meeting. <laughs> no, I don't want to table anything. We're all right here right now. Let's just come to a resolution. Hey, inside baseball, we're sitting down tomorrow morning to play in the sports animal birthday party coming up. If anyone in that meeting is like, you know, maybe we should revisit that. No. <laughs> For what? No, we pick a place and we throw a party. <laughs> not that big of a deal. It's not that big of a deal. <laughs> Westbrook's like, you're the one who told them I wanted to be here. <laughs> <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> who can we get the best trade from? <laughs> yeah. LeBron knows. He, he, uh. Oh, man. That, that's This is the part about the whole LeBron thing that I cannot stand. 
He's a child. Uh, that's the part. It's not the on-the-court stuff. No. It's not. It's this little soap opera stuff. Did that, did that report say anything about what they talked about when they're in the huddle? <laughs> no. Just talked about uncertainty? I told you, commitment. You know, what I, you know what they talked about? They both leaned in, and they're like, okay, Russ, where do you not want to go? Mm-hmm. Yep. Yeah. Yep. We're thinking about being committed to you. There hasn't been an uncertain moment in LeBron's life outside of, I don't know if I'm going to win this game right. in a long time. Hey, LeBron James is literally one tip-off. The next tip-off, he plays a game. That's his 20th year. And if you look at LeBron James and you go, hey, worried about your commitment, bro. 20 freaking yeah. years? How, how Pretty much, committed. Yeah, how much more I got to show you? You're worried about me? Yeah. There's a handful of dudes. You know who else I got in 19 years? Udonis Haslam. No one is asking him if he's committed. And he ain't played in 12 years. No. <laughs> Carmelo, you still in? Gig, though. Going in your oh, court? yeah, he's got the best He's got the best setup. Five minutes a game, one block, one foul. Not even five minutes. <laughs> Not even five minutes. No. It's sometimes I know he has club clothes under that one. <laughs> I know it. He cannot wait for the game to be over with. Taking all the rooks. Mm-hmm. Hey, you're not to pay, rook. Udonis is making people come off their wallets <laughs> all the time. He's like, he's like, yeah, you know, you know, because I showed you this, you got to pay this time. Yeah. But when you show a rookie in the future, and they're like, yeah, Udonis, you're right. Oh man, been doing it for 19 years, 18 years. He Great. got did wrong Awful. the first time. Wrap up the program when we get it back. Oh, we didn't hit the I nine varsity today. Today's I nine varsity. Where we get back. Uh, the I varsity of NBA dudes who have played over 19 years. Two men on 95.9 FM and AM 610. The Sports Animal. Final Seggy of the program. Who says Seggy? What am I doing? You're the last one. Today's I 9 varsity. Hopefully. League Office 280 and I9 Sports.com. 505 through and 249.99. Today's I 9 varsity. It's going to be a very good varsity today. It's the I 9 varsity of. Guys who hooped for over 19 years in the NBA. Okay. His LeBron is about to enter his 20th. If you're not familiar with the varsity, it's, uh, well, we pick a topic, and then we give you the guys that kind of stand out in it, the varsity team. You want me to go first, or you want me to go last? Kick it off, baby. Shaquille O'Neal, obviously. Shaquille O'Neal played 19 years, but for like a lot of those like final years, didn't really play at all. Just kind of jumped around to a bunch of teams. Cashed a bunch of checks, did a lot of real estate moves to find proper restaurant locations. To me, dude did it the right way, learned to golf on the NBA dollar. Mm. Cash him checks, was a professional mascot who got 1.7 blocks a game. Pretty good gig. Never attempted a three-pointer. Once. Oh, there's one? He had one. Right. He had one. Looks Only like- reason why I know is because he was talking about it on the podcast. Looks like my uh, stat sheet here is wrong, so there you go. All right. First on my I-9 varsity of NBA players who've played at least 19 years for one reason or another. I'm just going to do them all at once. Oh, okay. All the Malones. (laughs) (laughs) Moses. You're a... Carl. (laughs) You're super likely to play 19 years in the NBA if your last name is Malone. Who is it outside of Moses and Carl? Who's the only two, right? (laughs) One more than any other last okay. name. Okay. Hey. Spot on, actually. <laughs> uh, I'm going to go with the guy who has no business on this list at all. Mm-hmm. He was old when I remember watching the Bad Boy Pistons. 
and I had no clue he played until 1996. James Edwards. I remember this guy being 40 years old oh my in 1988. He, he, James Edwards. He wasn't even a good player. Yeah, that's a really good point. Of the of the list of dudes who have played over 19 years, he he's at the very bottom of games played. <laughs> Aside from Udonis Haslam, obviously, who is the goat of playing 19 yeah, he's the years. But James Edwards started with the Lakers in 77, ended with the Bulls in 1996. Oh, got that ship. He got some rings. Got that ship. He got some rings with Detroit and the Bulls. Okay. There we go. Who's got more rings? Him, Robert Ori, or Sonic the Hedgehog? Okay, that's a good question. Mm, I got to think on that one. Udonis Haslam played 19 years in the league, played 872 games. That's 45 games a year. <laughs> that's sweet, bro. That's, that's the best job I've ever heard of. Wasn't they all with one team? He's all not, with Miami, huh? All, all with Miami. Yeah. Oh, in one of the best cities in the world. He got paid time and a half every year. Sweet. Wow. He about to be the mayor. I don't know what his thing is, but that to me seems like mayor stuff. That's the standard. Yeah, too. he's, he's going to he's they're going to have a statue of him. That's bonkers. Either they're going to have a statue. Or he's just going to become a statue. <laughs> Whatever comes first. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Most games played not to cut you off, man. I'm sorry. Most games played is Robert Parrish. Robert Parrish played in. Just two more seasons. He played in double the amount of games as Udonis Haslam at 1,611. Crazy. Jeez. That is bonkers. The GOAT in years, apparently not the GOAT in games, will probably still be a six-man. I agree. Vince Carter. Yeah. Mm. He got the shaft on retirement, too. COVID just hit, and then that was it. Yep. He didn't get... He deserved a better send-off. Yeah, bring, him, oh. bring him back. Take him on like a little tour. He dunked an entire country out of the Olympics. <laughs> oh. oh, my God, how furious so that bad. dunk was. Yes. And how that, that ball stain is still on his face. I still today. A little, a little nut smash face. I still today do the double finger point like Vince Carter did at the rim. When I'm pointing at anything that needs emphasis. When I'm like, I'm taking a photo with someone. Just like Vince Carter. Like just making love to the rim with his eyes. Mm. I'm going to go with this guy. He played on the same amount of number of teams as Vince Carter. Eight teams. Okay. In 21 years. Had some of the best biceps in the game. Kevin Willis. Oh, that's a thick boy. Yeah. Kevin Willis. The opposite of Jason Terry. But I'll say after the Houston Rockets, he looked real old. Super old. LeBron James is the best player of guys who have played 19 years. He's the best one. Not even close. Mm -hmm. Yep. After that, you get into a real interesting conversation. Did you get guys like Shaq and Kobe and Dirk? Oh, man. Tim Duncan. You're cursing to me right now. Kevin Garnett. You're cursing to me right now. Why did they let these guys play 20? Kareem. There you go. But half of his was Lou Alcindor, so it doesn't count. (laughs) 
Well, he changed that right away, though. Yeah, he, he did. Yeah, he only played like two two seasons. <laughs> two and a half is Lou Alcindor. Tyson, Chan- Tyson Chandler. How did Tyson Chandler play 19 years? At the end, was he just dating Kardashians? Man, was he on the court? I'm going to tell you, that was one of the most hyped high school players. Yeah. Oh, I, I, I saw him play in high school. And I thought this guy was going to be like a new form of Shaq. Not realizing everybody was my size that he was playing. <laughs> <laughs> of the guys straight out of high school, is it just LeBron and Tyson on this 19-year list? Yeah. Oh, Kobe. Kobe's Kobe. 20. Kobe at 20 on the dot. Oh, KG. So quite a few of them. That out of high school list is a weird list. About to start again. Because Kevin Garnett obviously would be on it. But, yeah, it's going to start again because that's one of the best lists. Yeah. Yeah, you take a team of all-time players oh, out Moses, of high school. Moses Malone. He would be. Moses. Yeah. He's the one who kind of started it all. Yeah. He was the first out of high school guy. Yep. Kobe, Moses, LeBron, Kevin. All these dudes kind of go. Dwight Howard was straight out of high school. Um, who else? I guess it's easy to play a lot of years if you start really early. Tracy McGrady. Yeah, but he's not even better than like nah. Sean Camp was. No, nah, I, I agree. Yeah. yeah if you were, and I'll have this real conversation. If you'd be like Tracy McGrady or like Amari Stoudemire for dudes out of high school, I'd pick Amari Stoudemire. Yeah. Tracy McGrady. Healthy Tracy McGrady. Never got there. Dominated he, the NBA. Well, see, he's a guy who is the, the highlights perceive what he really did. Yeah. That's what that's he, what it was with him. In my opinion, he was Jermaine O'Neal good. Final wow. words, boys. Get down to the TBT. Come see your boys. I'm gonna do that. Make sure you check out Opening Drive tomorrow with Jeff JJ and A. Marie, friends of the show. Good job, everyone. GG. See you tomorrow, Burke.